on May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mine. I'm gonna piss on your face, oh, and then I'm gonna fart in your mouth. Oh yeah, and then I'm gonna shit on these walls, Ray. I don't know, but it escalated too, very too quickly. Dirty? <laughs> I'm gonna shit on these walls, Ray. I mean, that was one of the most outlandish things I've ever heard in a movie. So no, this is you've this, either seen it or you. Yeah, I don't think I have because it is that fucking crazy. I don't. I've never heard anybody say this. Is this a movie that you think I've seen? I can't remember if you said you saw the first one, but I feel like you said... Oh, there's a sequel. Oh, okay. So then it's probably one of the Fridays that I don't like. It isn't. Damn. Uh, It's not? (laughs) It isn't. I I thought it was going to be the one where they was fucking the the Mexican gangbangers or whatever. I saw parts of that one. Oh, next Friday. Yeah, but I was... Okay, fuck it. I don't know it. Whatever. I'm ready to be mocked. It's fine. Hey guys, I am Regina Hall. And I am Tracy Ellis Ross. This is the read. Thanks for coming back. We're back. Well, lots to unpack today. Mm -hmm. Let's see how long this episode is. Everybody acted the fuck up this week. I don't get it. Like literally everybody. I think I missed the the vast majority of it because... Mm-hmm. I just enjoy sleeping. I'm jealous because it was wretched. Well, let's start with Black Excellence. So, first of all, congratulations to all of our Oscar nominees this year. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige is a double Oscar nominee. What a blessing. For Mudbound. Um, Best Supporting Actress. And Best Original Song are her nominations. She's the first person ever to be nominated for an acting performance and an original song on the same film. Woo! Look at what cutting fuck niggas out your life will do for you. I mean, if you would just commit to it and just welcome the Lord into your life. (laughs) Because he's the only nigga you need. (laughs) And the blessings just come raining down. I can't think of anybody more deserving. Now I gotta see that movie. Uh, Jordan Peele is the first black filmmaker nominated for directing, writing, and producing in the same year for Get Out. Um, what else did I? 
I'm not sure. I can't find the other nominees here, but I know there was like they at this point they just make collages mm-hmm. of all the black people. Every... Octavia Spencer, I'm sure, nominated. Yes. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Excited for the Oscars this year. Congratulations to all those I named and did not name who are colored and nominated. I saw somebody say that Octavia Spencer is like tied with Viola Davis. For being the most nominated black female actress or something like that. But they each only have four nominations. And it just made me think about how, like, white people have really been shutting us out from their little party for as long as they possibly could. Because <laughs> how many times has Meryl Streep been nominated for an Oscar? All of them. And I'm not saying she don't deserve it because that does. lady acts her ass off. I read today she's going to be on Big Little Lies. I saw that too. I'm like, wow. So now that, I got to watch whatever that is. I, know, I do, I guess. So. <laughs> I don't even know a network that song. But it's on I gotta HBO. Look, oh, well, of course. I've heard great things about it. I've just never of taken course. the time to sit down because I have other things that I'm catching up on. But yeah. with Meryl Streep. I'm going to have to catch up right now. I have to do I it. I guess now so. I'm going to do it. Okay, cool. Um. So also congratulations to one 13-year-old by the name of Marseille Martin, who is apparently going to be... Uh, executive producing yes. her first feature film. Uh, it's called Little. By the way, the idea for the script for this movie was hers. Oh, okay. Yes, executive producer status. <laughs> she is executive producing a film. I can't. What a She's little diamond. <laughs> she is so special. <laughs> So the movie, she's teaming up with Will Packer, with Kenya Barris. Um, Those are two big black names. Also, it Mm -hmm. says here, the film, okay, centers around a woman who gets the chance to relive the carefree life as her younger self when the pressures of adulthood become too much. Oh, yes. (laughs) So I love it already. So Marseille was like, you know what I should do? Be the fun, cute version of yourself that you miss. I should play that role in a movie. Great idea. Let me call my people and get it ready and cast myself. Amen. I love her. I really do. I'm I stand for that little girl. astounded by this child. Like When she was at all the award shows last week and posing on Instagram, I was just like, she has seriously, she's just such a little lady now. And just carries herself so gracefully. Ugh, one of her. that show. Being like, oh, this little girl's got She's it. She's special. The timing, right? the facial expressions, tone, everything. She was like so much tinier than she is now. Right. She's still a kid. Right. But she was like itty bitty. Right. She was just so bite. And I was like, I know that she's going to absolutely slay. It just, I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And look go. at her, right? Here we go. Well on her way. Congrats. Congrats. Last but not least in Black Excellence, I want to say that this child's last name is Johnson. King Johnson, did you hear about King? I did hear about young King. He is a king. <laughs> what a strong black king. <laughs> I love this child. The kids so, are going to be all right, man. This child, King Johnson, what grade is he in? I think, I feel like I said it in the letter, but okay. So this is a kid who is going to school. This is a letter that he wrote to mm-hmm. his teacher. It is dated January His journal entry for the day. Yes. <laughs> says, today was not a good learning day. (laughs) Straight like that. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) He literally wrote blah, blah, blah. I only wanted to hear you not talking. (sighs) You said something wrong and I can't listen when I hear lies. My mom said that the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. (laughs) 
We'll get to that in a second. Black children. Because Columbus didn't find our country, the Indians did. That's right. I like to have Columbus Day off, but I want you to not teach me lies. Yes. That is all. (laughs) Just keeping it real. (laughs) (laughs) My question for the day is, how can white people teach black history? King... The Johnson. I love it. King's teacher responded with a note that says, King, I am very disappointed in your journal today. King responded. (laughs) The best. King responded to his teacher's note by saying, okay. (laughs) I got my life through every single piece of this. The fact that he was like, okay, white woman, I knew you would have your feelings and that's fine. Like, first of all, like, for, I, was there even, like, a response required? Like, I feel like he just wrote that part in so that the next time she gets this journal, you know. <laughs> well, I, I don't care do, about that. They probably do, like, daily journal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right, so he put it there just so I see right. what you're saying. So that the next time she So the she next read time it, you read I want you to know that. You will see my, okay. I don't care. Bitch, <laughs> I know that you didn't like it, and that's fine with me. To King and whoever is at home raising him, yeah. I just want you to know, great job. Not only did you come with a solid and determined point mm-hmm. of view, mm-hmm. but you had receipts and notes yep. and all Kept kinds of history facts. to back it up. Did. And then you ended your statement with a profound and proper question, yes. which is that how can white people teach black history yes. if you're just going to tell us lies? And you're not even teaching the black history. So... <laughs> I feel like that teacher should have read that journal entry and decided to examine herself. But like, wait when, a minute, how am I failing my students? When can we schedule King's TED Talk? Right. Because... Get this baby a deal. Somebody gifted. sign him. Right. <laughs> like, miss, I'm just going to be honest about it. Do enjoy having Columbus Day off. Not mad at that part. But the rest of it... The lies? I won't be silent I while you lie. I just won't stand for that. <laughs> I won't sit down for and it. And I know King's mama was like, write it however you feel. That's right. You write however you... Because I feel like Whatever that's something you, you do at home exactly. for homework. And his mama looked at him and was like, that'll do. Right. Take that right on up to the school. <laughs> My mama said the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. That's right. That's right. His I teacher's probably like, Christopher Wallace? Right. Who the hell is that lady on Google? Who, are you who the fuck is Christopher about? Wallace? Oh, the B.I.G. The 60 Minutes guy? <laughs> oh, bless her heart. That, okay. When I tell you that, like, I was beside myself reading the letter. Right. And so proud. Because I have to say that this kid can't be, like, higher than fifth grade. Yeah, no. Like, based God off of his handwriting, he's probably... First, second, third, somewhere in right. that range. I would... I really doubt he's older than 10 or 11. Can't be. But... but <laughs> the straight facts. That okay took me, me into right the ground. <laughs> like... I acknowledge your little shitty feelings. And that will be. It all. was like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck how you feel. Well, because that was a dumb comment. I don't like your journal entry. What did she say? I right. appreciate it. I'm very disappointed, I'm disappointed in your journal today. Bitch, I'm disappointed cool. in white people every day of my right. life. I wake up every day and Donald Trump is still president, bitch. And what? King Welcome. Said, so I see you can't answer the question. <laughs> no, that cool. would have been too much. Thanks. <laughs> that would have been too much. <laughs> 
I would have literally died. <laughs> the anyway. letter itself, the journal entry itself was just so much. And I felt somebody tweeted me and said, you lying about not having a baby because this is your child. I got the same thing. <laughs> right. So like, how long have you had a son? Right. So, yeah. Sorry, I didn't tell you guys I gave birth nine years ago, but that's my kid. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Well... Congratulations to everybody being black and excellent this week. Oh, I love it. This week, um, in terms of trash, this is a segment that we called uh, Hot Tops and the Blowfish. Mm-hmm. First and foremost. I like it. I'm on edge right now, just in case you decide to yell at no, me No, we're taking a break from that. Oh, okay. I mean, we're never doing it again. <laughs> sure we're not. I'm, that was the last one. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't. Absolutely. Okay. Well, it sure was. So, um, let's see. Just in terms of how much I care to, I guess I kind of sort of care. I know you care. Oh, okay. Uh, Kanye West has a daughter. Her name's Chicago West. (laughs) Yep, that's it. Shy for short. Congratulations to Kanye and Kim. Congratulations to them for that. Chicago just... Doesn't really flow as a name, if you ask me. Same. But... Definitely thought it sounded like a hospital, or like I thought lots it of people was a said hospital. a TV drama about a hospital. We were together, some we were in a we meeting. were at a meeting when we found out, and Alex was like, "Oh, <laughs> it's Chicago West," and I was like, 
Who died? <laughs> what, what, what floor is Chicago with? Oh, no, that's, that's, that's Kanye's the name baby. Of oh, okay. Baby. Well, that's, you know, Chicago will never have to fill out a job application, so... First and foremost. There won't be any name discrimination going on over there. And Shy for short is cute. Shy is like a cute little nickname. I mean, it would be if there wasn't already a black Shy in that family. Oh. <laughs> like Black China's right there. And it just seems oh, a little confusing. Family. But, you know, who cares? That's Not to them. Kim and Kanye's baby will be just... Her name's Angie. Oh, right. I'd be forgetting. <laughs> like, that's China, so... Um... So, Princess, this child's name is not Princess Love. What is the yes, real child's is. name? That's not her government name. Her name's not Princess? Her name, prob- her first name might be Princess. Oh, the love is not. Why does Google say Princess Love Stripper? Wait, her name is Stripper? Or no, no, it, under her occupation. Oh. Which one of y'all did that? One of Ray J stands, Princess Pilipina Princess Pilipina Love Norwood. See? So it I is, guess her last name was It is love. right. That is... <laughs> like, oh, no, man. you're wrong. I am Princess Love. Is it Pilipina or did they just spell this wrong? Right, like, is she Filipina and somebody stuck it because in there? I, like, I don't believe Oh, my God, it does say stripper. I wasn't making that up. But that's not Wikipedia. That just must be what what Google has pulled together about her from comments, searches. I don't know. That doesn't look that, good. I'm offended. I feel like her Google results should be better than this. Like, her... Well... Maybe I'm not Google. Let me take her out real name. parents, it says Hugh Love. So I guess that is her last yeah, name. Yeah, no, I, I believe that Love was really <laughs> her last what? name. You the one. <laughs> they probably just put Stripper there because her name is Princess Love. Oh, yeah. So they were like, hmm. Oh, sounds stripperish. 89% chance you are or have been a stripper. So. Like, Google probably has, like, tons of, of stripper name generators that they link people probably to. Probably so. Princess Love is probably that one that That street you grew up on, pet name bullshit, that all that sort of thing. Probably so. Oh, I'm scrolling through her Instagram. She is truly beautiful. Oh yeah, Princess. I keep forgetting, girl. like, cause, cause, why are you with Ray J? Cause I don't get that. But she is truly gorgeous. On the list of gorgeous women with ugly niggas that don't deserve them, Princess is doing all right. Yeah, cause Ray J. Ray J. May not Ray be on J the same is not scale hideous at all. <laughs> okay, he may not be level with her in terms of beauty. No, if I'm you talking say about you too beautiful to be with somebody who is such an ass nugget. Oh, okay. Well, like, we're you getting... deserve much better. Well, that may be ending. But no, Ray J. Ain't ugly by no stretch of the imagination. Okay, that's and we not. We all know his dick is huge. So yeah, that happened. So <laughs> it's not that I don't get the appeal. I just feel like you personally could be doing better. What does that feel like to know that everybody know what your nigga dick look like, and that's because it was somebody else? I feel like we have some friends that we could ask this question That's to. That's probably true. <laughs> I don't think that they, I mean, they're probably going to, ta- ooh, mm, ooh, ooh, double text. <laughs> I love it every time. Anyway, what happened with Princess this week? I didn't even, what? She did not die. That is not, don't do that. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you make me sick. Uh, so Princess posted the following on every social media account she has. Oh, she's so cute. It says, if my husband didn't have grown-ass leeches as friends that wait on his every move, he would be home now. SMH, ellipses. About to start tagging people in a minute. L-E-A-C-H-E-S. Okay, so not leeches in the in the sense that she meant it, but okay. 
common misspelling. Common. I think a lot of people fuck up the leeches. Okay. I think they do. I'm going to give her that. If you're going to stay with a man, do it because that's what you truly want. Never stay because of children. When they grow up, then what? Your hardest times often lead to greatest moments in your life. (laughs) It will all be worth it in the end, bitch. Okay. So, they've been separated, I suppose. Um, Oh, that wasn't even the first thing she posted. How long has he been... Okay, so when... I guess my question is, when did she leave him exactly? (laughs) Because... Um, this looks like this happened just a few days ago. This was starting. Wow. You know how fed up a woman has to be to leave you while pregnant. But okay. I'm seeing something about Ray J being in a hotel room and there was possibly another woman there and people are questioning her about that. And she originally posted something that says the problem is women think he will change. He won't. And men make the mistake of thinking she will never leave. She will. Well, if you should have laid, left like a million times. I'm thinking of all the moments that I personally saw the way Ray J treated you on camera and thought, wow, that girl should leave. So I, I got to say that I understand why he thought you wouldn't leave. Didn't he push her ass in a pool? Like, like y'all have been through a lot of shit. Yes, he did push her in that pool. I forgot but that was that. after she threw that drink in his face. So, well, if I gotta be wet, bitch, I guess you're gonna be right. Like, listen, bitch, two could play that game, not condoning that behavior at all, but just saying that if you didn't leave after that, I can. And then you not only did you not leave, you turned around and married that nigga. I could see why he never thought you would. I could see why he thought he could do whatever he wanted to do and you would just put up with it. I mean, I think a lot of niggas end up just getting comfortable, and I think because they're allowed to get comfortable. A lot of niggas think that they can just talk their way out of being trash. And in many ways, they can. A lot of them can. Because they're allowed to Mm -hmm. not be shit. They really benefit off the fact that women don't want to be single. Right. They really feel a lot of pressure to be in relationships. Right. That is the only reason that a lot of these niggas manage to live and prosper. Because otherwise, y'all would just be somewhere with your dicks dry, cold. But... They want y'all for whatever reason. Um, Ray J responded by posting some shit I'm not finna read, but it was like some old fake deep shit about loving Womp. yourself and <laughs> eating a high fiber diet. I don't know, whatever. Like just <laughs> like the strangest Mess. fake positive thing. And you know, I think Scooty Bikes has gone international, so <laughs> he's just in a great space probably in his life and it's mental. I'm so who is I'm looking at Google now and it says his mama says something too. Yeah, I did oh, hear something yeah. about the mama saying, but I think that she was on on her daughter in law side. No. It says false ac- well maybe, but it says false accusations in a public forum deserve a public apology. It takes a strong person to say sorry, but a stronger person to show forgiveness. Proud of you, Ray J. Keep standing for your beliefs. Oh, well, I guess not. What? <laughs> standing for his the belief that he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I don't too much care for Sonya Norwood. Not me. Rather than drawing a conclusion, judging, and then reacting, or try fact-finding for truth. That 25-year-old wig. <laughs> Sonya, let's take you back to 1993, and let's talk about how this is the same synthetic wig. Same wig. <laughs> Oh, no. She called it character assassination. Girl, it's Ray J. And this is the same shit. Ray J has been nobody. 
nobody was surprised that Ray J was cheating on Princess or that he was so sloppy about it that on Snapchat you could see the outline of a woman in his shower. Nobody. So, girl, this is the same shit he been doing. I'm sure eventually he will ride up to the front door of the house on a scooty bike with an edible arrangement. You keep saying scooty bike. It's fun to say. (laughs) I'm never going to purchase one, but scooty bike. (sighs) That's something that's, it sounds like that's something (laughs) that like a toddler would call their bike. Right. I got to ride my scooty bike (laughs) until I get a big boy bike. Don't go no past, don't go past don't them go plants past right the there. Don't the right hedge. there. You Just better not lead a drive. When the lights come on, you stay better be right in the house. here. You got to ride your bike in the grass because your mama won't let you That's go. What I- <laughs> your mama won't let you lead a house. I can't move it. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't even matter, though. So uh, I said last week that Kim Zolciak was a liar. Let's discuss what she posted or wrote for the Bravo blog. Oh, God. I was going to say, please don't tell me we were wrong about that. And we have to apologize to Kim Zolciak. (laughs) Now, if you didn't hear last week's or whatever, or see the episode, Kim Zolciak of Real Housewives of Atlanta and Don't Be Tardy for My Lips said that uh, she wouldn't let Candy eat her box. That's what she said to Sheree on the show. Keep in mind, Candy was accused of not only trying to eat a couple of cast members' boxes on the show, but also of attempting to drug and rape one of them. So Kim now coming back into the show trying to get, you know, a peach is, I guess tacking on to Mm -hmm. that drama in whatever way to start. Here's what she wrote. Right. She said, I need to address this stuff with Candy. Saying I wouldn't let someone lick my box is totally and completely different than saying she tried. Um. Cacity. Right. (laughs) There have been points in my friendship with Candy where there has been tension, disagreements, etc., like, you're not paying her for that white ass song. Right. And out of my knowledge about how open she is with her sex life, I jokingly said the tension might be from me not letting her lick my box. That's not what you said. I no. never said the phrase, I swear on my kids, I wouldn't lick, let her lick my box. Two different sentences said at two different times. Uh. All that being said, Candy and I both know what has gone on during our entire friendship. And for her to react the way she has alarming to me and shows just how far the disconnect has been after being gone for so long. I had and do have a friendship with Candy and I have dealt with this the way friends should. Yeehaw. Mm-hmm. I love how you decided she was just backwards trailer park trash. She's garbage. <laughs> she really is. Like, bitch, you knew you said exactly when you what you said that. Right, exactly. Thank you. Don't come back you knew now what and be you like, were doing. oh, y'all just misunderstood. No, bitch, you said exactly what you said in the way you said it for that intended purpose. Further, black ass more, <laughs> Sheree fucking Whitfield said to you, right. you mean she offered to such and such and you didn't say anything. Nope. You knew what you were implying yep. and you wanted to imply that shit to start some mess. So don't sit up here now and talk Man, to us about how words her. work like we dumb and you not. <laughs> right. Stupid. Shut up. That's been a recurring theme of this week. Niggas being like, oh, I said something very fucking stupid, but what I meant is this, and y'all were just wrong for not knowing then what I meant. why didn't you say that, bitch? Right. You were Words giving ample opportunity to say that. And you, you did, did it on purpose. That's the thing. Has she written a blog and been like, yeah, I said what I said? 
And on top of that, Candy responded on social media afterwards saying that you lied. You're talking about right. the only one lying is you. And you and your husband are swingers. It's just you. You know that it's They don't even lie better. about that. They don't even lie about that. <laughs> the thing is, for all the times that you might genuinely want to criticize Candy or criticize her mama. And they give her mama, you more than a few. You niggas keep coming for Candy in ways that don't make no, no sense. sense. And so we have to be on her side because she's right. <laughs> leave that lady alone you didn't have to bring up none of that talking about oh well Candy know what it was like and sometimes it was tension and all this bitch that was your pussy experience in the tension <laughs> that was you girl that was all on your side all in your head there's no reason for me to think that Candy seriously wanted you sexually I don't have any reason to I believe that I don't want them stale ass beef curtains uh, uh, okay bitch all the niggas that you don't, uh, uh, no I don't think so <laughs> what's his name Croy can have all of that Croy can have Croy each Croy can other. have every last bit every side yo roast beef pussy major and minor <laughs> You can have it all. No, thank you. Each lip. It's just, uh, fuck Kim Zosiak. What a dumbass. Like, she has to do what she has to do because her man is not going to be playing football. Nobody's watching. Don't be tardy for the rent. Why can't he play football? Well, I just think he's probably, not not that he can't, but I just doubt that he's going to be signed to a team. Like, I think they're just still in Atlanta trying to see what will happen, but nothing is happening. So, why is that? I don't know. I do not know the answer to that. <laughs> I'm assuming that nobody needs Croy. <laughs> oh, that was the answer. Not good I'm enough just, to be on know. anybody's team. I mean, I can't I even play Rocket League. It's been a while. He wasn't. Croy hasn't played for the Falcons. I think for a couple seasons. Oh, so. he played for the Falcons. Yeah. That's, oh, Atlanta. Duh, yeah. Stupid. Look at that. Okay. Just, no, but that's it's fine. No, I mean they didn't win regardless. So Woo. all I'm saying. That was ugly. <laughs> you know, I just had to throw it in there. Yeah, sure. Have a good time. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm sure money is starting to get thin over there. Totally. They want to keep up the lifestyle. They kept having all them fucking kids like money wasn't a thing. So she really is probably trying to gun for that peach. She need that peach. And so she's going to say something crazy. It's so blatant, though. Right. It's so obvious what you're doing, girl. Like, she's fussing with everybody but Sheree. Because, you know, Sheree's job is the one. Collect them bones. Right. That's it. (laughs) Passing around. Sheree literally goes from everybody else's house to collect the tea and then brings it back. Right. <laughs> She's the toy of this show. <laughs> uh, fuck Kim Zolciak. Well, hey. Um. <laughs> Did you watch The Last Married to Medicine? Did I? They're going to Barbados and Heavenly is planning the trip. Yes, I did watch it. I did not watch Housewives this week. But yes. Kids for a shoot. Oh, God. Heavenly and Mariah getting into it is like, that's another situation where I can't be on either one of your side because both of you bitches are annoying. I'm on Heavenly side. Of course you are. You love Heavenly's wrong She's from Miami and she says what (laughs) the fuck she wants. She stays wrong. She stays being wrong. She's not wrong in that situation. She is. No, she isn't. She is. No, she's not. No, she definitely is. No, fuck her. You cannot, no, no, no. You cannot call somebody mama out her name and then try to apologize for it while still talking shit about their mama I'm in the gonna. same breath no you cannot it's just well then you cannot be surprised when that person is like wow bitch your apology is well you know what I can apologize genuinely to you for talking about your mama and I can apologize to your mama for talking about her but then I'm also going to have to acknowledge that the reason I talked about your raggedy ass Mr. Magoo looking ass mama is because of what you did to me that we don't even want to acknowledge we don't want to talk about all the ways that you came for every single one of us Mariah thought that she could walk her she could walk her big 
blue Cantrell face ass back into I'm the group. I'm not defending and Mariah. Said, no, hold on. She thought that she could simply be like, you know, well, I just feel like I can only apologize and y'all... I hope y'all will accept it and that God, because I've forgiven y'all. And that's it. Apologize for what? Because every time we bring up what the fuck you did, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So why should I respect you enough Mm -hmm. to continue to respect you and your raggedy ass mama? If you, if I apologize to both of y'all and you still throwing shade at me, and then on top of that, you can't even acknowledge that you're throwing shade at me. Mm -hmm. So guess what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to talk about your mama again, bitch, because I know it stinks. It's not right. So So then it's not, all you have to do is just not. Apologize. Keep your fake apology because you don't mean it. You cannot apologize to somebody for being disrespectful towards their mama and then disrespect their mama in the same conversation and expect me to believe that you meant the apology. You didn't. So just keep it. But I'm not, like I said, not defending Mariah because Mariah is trash also. I meant to then and I don't mean it. Heavenly stands can see how Mariah's garbage but can never acknowledge that. No, I can acknowledge that heavenly is wrong. Heavenly be wrong and she comes for Contessa for no reason and the fact that y'all don't like Contessa. Contessa is boring. Her coming for Contessa for no reason is fucked up. It is. I agree with that. Because Contessa really ain't do nothing to nobody. Really did not. But fuck Contessa because she's boring, so I don't feel bad for her. The the Dr. Heavenly stands. I don't know what y'all Heavenly is live. She's everything. She She reps 305 well. (laughs) Shout out to her. And I just see that. Period. Fuck Mariah. Fuck her mama. I like so much about Heavenly, but I feel like when she gets into these altercations with these girls, it's almost always... I won't say totally her fault, but she has a significant portion of the blame to shoulder. Yeah. Consistently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about her. I don't her. care. <laughs> I know you don't. I know you don't. But she's a mess. When Mariah was like, uh, Darren or whatever, come get your wife. And she was like, uh-uh, bitch, you ain't got to talk to him. I'm right here. I felt that. Like, I'm, I'm with you on that, bitch. Don't bring my partner into something like I can't handle your little small time ass. I'm with you there. But then I just wouldn't have never apologized to Mariah's mama knowing that I didn't mean it. And I'm 30 seconds away from How another. How you know she didn't mean it when she said there? Because 30 seconds later. That she... wasn't even the same day. What? No, when they were at that party. She apologized to her at Mariah's party and she talked about her mama again at Contessa's. Okay. Well, maybe I have my flashbacks mixed up, but still, I don't, I will not accept that you really meant that if you wanted to turn around and do it all over again. Like, you didn't have to bring my mama back into this conversation. And also her saying your mama is habitual because... The first time that she said it, it's not just your mama. It's it's the the, the first shit you time say she about said it mama. again after apologizing. She said your mama, and then she stopped. So she knows she has a problem, and she be trying not to. Whereas Mariah feel like she could do whatever the fuck she Heavenly wants to and never acknowledge it. All of them are, and so Heavenly is lit. That's Mariah is a I'm fake ass bitch, and she need to take them contacts out of her fucking face and stop lying. Heavenly is also. She can also be. Maybe not fake, but deliberately starts shit and then acts like she can't understand why people have a problem with her. That's all I'm saying. And you can like it all you want to, but it's still true. She's better than mine. <laughs> okay. I'm going to let you have it, Mariah is garbage. I'm going to let you have it. Sierra uh, gave out some unsolicited advice this week, and niggas were upset. So here's what happened. She posted um, on Instagram, John Gray, I think. Is this the pastor? Uh, Yeah. Some video. I was not familiar with the pastor already. He was kind of funny. But the pastor was basically... 
talking about, uh, in a nutshell, women walking with a certain air of confidence or walking with the acknowledgement that you are a wife Mm -hmm. um, rather than walking or living the life of a girlfriend. And he said it much better than I'm giving credit for. But (laughs) what he said, I kind of like understood what he was trying to say. Um, So whatever. Sierra posted it on Instagram. The quote says, too many women want to be married, but you're walking in the spirit of girlfriend. Her caption is hashtag level up. Don't settle. Okay. So um, she got like a resounding girl shut up Mm -hmm. from the community. Um, To that, she responded with the following press release. I was once that girl wanting to be loved a certain way, but was making the wrong choices. I found myself at my lowest moment. I was a single mom sitting at home and I then realized that the perfect love I was looking for was how... G-O-D loves me. okay. How capital H he wants me to be loved. Sure. And how he was calling me to be as a mom and a woman. That's what I realized. Married or not married, I needed to love myself. Hashtag level up. Heart emoji for the caption. Okay. How does that explain? (laughs) I'm wondering how she thought that explained the first... Uh, a caption and all the backlash that came along with it because what it sounded like to me and to a lot of other people was that in the first post she was saying and by you know including this video and and putting the hashtag level up it was like the reason y'all not married or the reason y'all haven't found these happy relationships like I have and y'all not you know having this goofy ass love of your lives like I am is because you hoes just haven't leveled up properly and you just have to stop walking like a girlfriend and start walking in the ways of a wife and whatever other it sounds like I don't know like Instagram conferences like bullshit like how to become a wife and all this other shit when it's when What is much more likely to be true is that women, especially straight cis women, are probably just not finding niggas worth being with. Because take a good look at the numbers and take a good look around at what's available. Especially if you have so much to offer and you have your shit together and it's like all your ducks in a row are lined up and all you waiting on is that last piece of the puzzle to fall into place. I know too too many women who have master's degrees and doctorates and jobs and pay their own bills and go to church every Sunday and love the Lord and it's nothing about they walk that's keeping them from getting married. So that was the whole thing that got on my nerves with it. It's like, first of all, why are we pushing marriage as like some ideal or something that we need to strive to or some goal that it's not like it's not I don't think you have achieved anything simply by getting somebody to sign a marriage license with you I do not so I'm tired of people pushing the whole idea that marriage is something to strive for anyway but there's more than enough people out here telling girls that you know romantic relationships are what they should prioritize and they need to change the way they act in order to find somebody who's worth being with because it's just not the case like girls should be focused about their own damn selves and worried about taking care of themselves and what is best for their lives following their dreams fuck giving a damn about what niggas want that is trash so that was how i felt about it i you know i just don't care about whatever is going on in Sierra's life. Okay. Like from a, like a romantic point of view. I'm glad she's happy or whatever. Lord knows she dated Bow Wow. So, I mean, I get that she, you know, was, what did she say? Found myself at my lowest moment. Sure. 
<laughs> that was after Future left her. I mean, that, that too, baby. but I'm just saying, leaving you with a baby and you dated Bow Wow and 50 Cent, like... So, I mean, some of that has to be attributed to just growing up and making better decisions. I'm sure. Right. I just feel like they're... Like we previously said, I do think that, you know, a lot of women in situations with these niggas who clearly refuse to marry them should be confident enough to be like, oh, okay, nigga, so I didn't need you no way. I'm sorry, <laughs> just I just knocked over no, a water bottle over, to get my point across. didn't deserve that. But. You know, like, I feel like there's, like, a certain... For me, what I try to take away from what they were saying is that. Like, what we were just saying. Like, this nigga isn't for me or whatever. Like... If I want to be a wife, if that is something that I want, and I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting that, but if that's something that you want, mm. you should be with somebody who can, like, match you on that. I think that the whole, like, level up thing was, A, a part of what fucked it up, because it's like, bitch, like, you're you talking to some people You level up who are, as a person. Right. Like, that is just dumb. Like, you and Russell, that's not... It's like you're trying to say, like, get on my level. And, like, Sierra, like... Do like I do so you can find your Russell. Like, what? Girl. (laughs) Don't nobody... Anyways. So, there was that. And then, secondly, I've felt this for the longest time. I'm sure I've said it before. I feel like women always get these sermons and there isn't one for men. Yeah. Where is the stop being such a useless shithead and start being somebody worth marrying message out there for men? It's not there because like the societal pressure for men to get married isn't there. Men aren't considered less of a person if they're 35 or 40 years old and haven't had kids or haven't found somebody to be with. So I'm just tired of the whole message totally and so then her captions and the way she tried to justify it on that was just more of girl sit down you lucked up and found you somebody who loves you i guess like from the outside looking in it seems like you two are totally obsessed with each other and i'm happy for you but don't act like the rest of us need to change the way we act in order to find that anyway like it's just a million russells out here and the rest of us are just fucking it up girl bye so, Offset got into some more bullshit, I guess, over the past week. He has a song with a rapper named YFN Lucci. I think that's how you say it. Um, and it, one of the lines from Offset is, I cannot vibe with queers. Um, so, the gays, most of them who stand for Nicki Minaj, uh, have been letting <laughs> Offset have it. I believe Ever that. Since. <laughs> I could see that, honestly. I really could. Um, <clears throat> and it's just been this whole thing where he was like, oh, no, it's not what I mean by that. And I didn't, when I say that, that's not what I'm talking about. And he even went as far as like screenshot the definition of the word queer from Google and post it, which says, first of all, it says strange, odd. And then way down here at the bottom, it says, spoil or ruin an agreement event or situation but he conveniently cropped out the parts where it says uh homosexual right (laughs) uh denoting or relating to a sexual or gender identity that does not correspond to established ideas of sexuality and gender especially heterosexual norms mind you yeah that part did make the screenshot right he cropped (laughs) all of that stuff out and posted it it's really interesting how you managed to do that little nigga um so that didn't sit well with people. He then took to IG Live for his own press release. I'm going to try my best to get through this. It says... Can't wait. Uh, you'd think that King Johnson's evil twin wrote it. Trying to make me out to be a homophobic. I'm a whole gangster. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I don't even <laughs> speak on sexuality. The definition, that's D-I-F. <laughs> ain't even that, ain't even that trying to make it out about gays. Definitely is. Punctuation marks so have jobs. They do. They have jobs and there's important a reason that jobs. they exist. Yep. Trying to make it about gays, I work with them all the time at events dealing with fashion, TV shows. I wasn't gone speak on it, but I see so many dumbass motherfuckers on here talking about shit they don't know. Yeah, I'm not we against don't know. <laughs> nobody or choice in life. I have fans that love my music. Choice I don't discriminate and I don't speak on politics or sexuality, the actual meaning I'm posted from oh. Google. God. I do not pu- judge people I've been in front of the real judge and they judged me and <laughs> sentenced me I'm here to bring people together with fun music culture too on the way we know you've been in jail <laughs> thanks for the reminder but I don't like think for anybody a good chunk that. of the groups it was a while that right. you were gone right so I just really love how niggas think we're all as dumb as they are cause that's all this all one, this justification how are you supposed to, to know anything <laughs> I mean, but you really think that you could just say, uh, I don't even know why y'all would act like that. I respect the choices everybody makes. Like, I feel like if you truly were not bigoted, like people need to understand being like, I'm okay with gays. Just saying that doesn't mean that you actually believe that homosexual people are equal to heterosexual people and deserve the same comforts and rights as everybody else has in society, first of all. But then to try to be like, well, I posted a definition of queer and y'all just don't get it is insane because there is no way. And people tried to argue this with me. There is no way that you could tell me that Offset and Cardi B have never heard queer before and did not know that queer was a derogatory slur used towards gay people. You just can't tell me that. I believe it. I don't. I do not. I I refuse to believe that you said, I do not vibe with queers and didn't know what queers meant. No, I don't. Especially because this is not even the first time that this dumbass nigga has been called out for being homophobic. I don't underestimate stupid. And I also don't really care. To be honest with you, I'm kind of surprised that this got as much attention as it did, simply because I've heard way worse things in terms of homophobia on rap songs, and I feel like just the past six months. And it just goes, like, completely over people's heads. Mm -hmm. Nobody says anything. I'm just finding it, like, not to say that he should not be called out for it, and there should not be, like, conversations Mm -hmm. that we have, but I'm just kind of curious as to how I cannot vibe with queers is the one that's getting all of this like these think pieces because, when I've heard so much worse over just the past year. I think it's because they are Offset and Cardi are very much in the news lately mostly for Cardi's I could see that personal accomplishments so everybody is paying even closer attention to the Migos than they already were which was pretty close attention anyway which is why when I love Mike McCon- whoever the fuck when that person came out last year remember and said oh, they McCon- were bi or whatever and they was saying all that stupid shit about him I forgot about that right so when he said I do not vibe with queers like when I first heard it I was like of course he don't vibe with queers he said that last year when I Love Bi Menon came out so that I 
it wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe you are so homophobic and you said something so fucking stupid. It was just like, of course you did because this is what you do. I guess maybe other people are just now paying attention or because the two maybe. of you are popping right now, it's more of a news story than it would have been otherwise. But to me, it just shows that these rappers today, especially younger ones that just get on trap beats and say whatever, they're not really putting any thought into whatever it is that they're rapping about or writing. Mm-hmm. They just know that queers rhymes with, with layer jets. I mean, that's what he tried to say too like I was just writing out a bunch of words that rhymed with each other like nigga what so with no consideration to what the words mean no because queer the 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 rappers have not given consideration to what the fuck their shit means or what that they're saying or whatever but they still do mean things so you don't get to come back at us with like some bullshit I'm not saying that they do I'm just not saying I'm what I am saying is that I am not surprised by this or moved Okay, I could see that. I will I will say that I was not moved until he tried to justify it talking about queers means this and I'm just talking about people who like to do. take pictures and go post them elsewhere and this like this just stand do. behind your stupid homophobic dumb shit because queers as a noun has always meant them gay niggas over there. It always has. And you can't decide that it meant queers as in people who take pictures and then post them without you knowing about it or whatever the fuck and decide it means that. It doesn't. Rappers say faggot on records and say, well, it doesn't mean gay to me when we call somebody faggot. It just Nigga, meant that they was lying. No, that's not. I'm just used to hearing this at this point. I just like, Trash. I went right back to eating my cookies or whatever the fuck I was having. I was like, okay. Yeah. Guess I'll sit on the show this week. I just don't appreciate niggas acting like I'm as dumb as they are. I know what words mean. And so. Cardi B has the nerve to get on whatever Instagram or Facebook or something and defending him and I've met him before I've been around him and gays before and, and he's cool and chill and, and we are not even talking but I'm not gonna let y'all call him homophobic when I know that he's not and nah, nah, nah. Ma, he's Hilda probably Dion. cheating on you right, right now. now like just leave it alone <laughs> let it whatever it is he'll get right past it most of his full core fan plate most of his core fan base probably don't give a fuck about how he feel about gay people anyway. Right. Because so, they feel the exact same way. Right. They don't give shits. And and that is what it is. You could have saved your breath because you look dumb as shit defending a man that we dumb, all know is cheating on you. Dumber. Right. You look dumber. And it's like, it's not like he hasn't already had an established history of saying homophobic things. So why would you do this? Especially because Cardi works with gay people all the time. And and we do, I think, as a society, have an expectation for women to be smarter than men are about this kind of thing. But the whole story, to me, just proved that there are a whole lot of straight black men who feel this way and a whole lot of women who will back them up for whatever reason. So I'm also just... Also not a shocker. I'm really just... I don't know. It's like every week when we come in here and talk about Cardi B, I'm like, I still want her to win, but blah, 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 blah. It's very difficult for me to be like, yeah, I totally support somebody who is ignorant about homophobia because if you wanted to do better, you could. But I don't know. Complicated, I guess. All right. Last but not least, here's what I will say about Monique and this Netflix situation. Uh, if you don't know, Monique recently um, got on the internet and said that she would like for us to boycott us, I guess, being the black community. I don't know who in particular. Pro- I mean, had to be. She knew white people wasn't going to give a fuck. Um, she wants us to boycott Netflix because, I guess, in a deal for a comedy special with the site, she was offered $500,000 initially. Right. Um, and 
after finding that Amy Schumer received $12 million for her uh, comedy special that came out last year, I believe, uh, she decided that she wasn't having that. That Mm -hmm. wasn't enough. Um, I don't know exactly how the deal fell through or if she just said no and then did it or if she did it first. I don't really know. But the point is, 500,000 won't go work. I'm assuming Netflix said, well, that's nice. Wish you the best. And here's where we are now. that was the end of it, right. Um, So uh, I think that most niggas just kind of said to her, well, girl, we don't pay for Netflix anyway. Um, (laughs) I'm on my cousin's account right now, girl. I can't boycott something I don't pay for. Um, (laughs) Okay. All I'm going to say is this because I don't feel like arguing or really even having a conversation with you niggas about this on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, none of the days. All I will say is I hated Monique's approach. I thought that her approach to the whole thing sucked. A, I'm not going to boycott Netflix. I just started watching The Office. I'm like halfway through season three. There's nine of them. I'm enjoying it. I don't plan on stopping. I have to catch up on The Magicians. Like, my whole list yeah. on Netflix really needs... It's a new season of Grace and Frankie I got to get through. I'm just... You're asking a lot in a boycott of Netflix over your personal problems I love Monique. Like, I love Monique. She's always been one of my favorite comedians, but I'm not even going to get up here and front neck like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not... I'm, I'm gonna watch Netflix. I'm sorry. So that's that. Um... I hated the whole I'm the most decorated comedian alive or whatever comment. I mean, although I didn't watch that interview, I just read the quote. So yeah. I didn't like um, that comment either. Just the whole way that she's gone about it, I I wasn't really fond of. But if you were to ask me, do I think that Monique is... Monique should Mm. get more than $500,000 from Netflix for a comedy special. I would say yes if they gave Amy Schumer $12 million. Right. The end. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really have much else to give you for that. I feel like if they get... First of all, I read last year that Amy Schumer was originally offered like $10 or $11 million and then demanded more. Wow. And... I read this because don't don't you remember that there were like headlines about how Amy Schumer demands more for her Netflix special because of how much Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle yeah, got Yeah, she paid. was upset because she... And we were like, bitch, and are you the anywhere The colors <laughs> were like... Excuse you, bitch. you don't go sit your stale ass down... Right. Somewhere <laughs> you could never... You really mentioned yourself in the same breath as Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, bitch white feminism <laughs> on the other hand was hoorah hoorah equal pay and she got her money absolutely she got an increase and she even after those headlines she came forward and said so I did ask for more money but I didn't ask for more money because I wanted to match Dave and Chris I asked to ask for more money because I just wanted it like Okay. I wanted more money. I don't think that I should get the same pay as them. They're the funniest people mm, ever, et cetera, et cetera, okay, et cetera. She posted, posted all of this on Instagram <laughs> while she was like butt naked because, you know, that's her thing. Like, look at my imperfect body. Oh, I'm yeah. So she and Lena funny. Dunham love that shit. Anyway. Look at how fat we are, except we're not really fat. We're like a size eight. I think she even ended it. and regular we are. And like hashtag fat. Oh, she's on up. my nerves. Anyways. God. Oh, she irks. So she even came forward and said, oh, I wasn't, I don't give a fuck about equal pay. Like, I just wanted more money. (laughs) Well, I do respect that. Being like, no, Netflix, give me an extra one and a half million. 
That's fine. So if they would give Amy Schumer $12 million for that comedy special that flopped, by the way, yes, I do think Half a million that in the face. Monique, an Academy Award winning comedian and actress, should at least mm-hmm. be comfortable to be like, uh, resume so let me get some has more. has to be at least three times longer than Amy Schumer's. At least. I know that a lot of people are like, oh, well, Monique ain't been shit for the longest or she hasn't done anything for the longest and everybody says she has a bad attitude. I don't give a fuck about any of that. We're still talking, like, it's really easy, especially for us, I've noticed, to just throw each other away or yep. throw, you know, we were... All clapping hands and black excellence when she won that fucking award. And, oh, first black woman since da 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 da. Oh, Emmys too. Oh, Golden Globes. Oh, right. da, 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 da. All, all of that. Now we haven't heard from her for however long. And Lee Daniel said she didn't play the game, which that statement aggravated me, but neither here nor there. Yeah. She didn't play the game. And so now all of a sudden, fuck Monique, I guess, and her nerve to want to <laughs> be paid right. what she thinks she's worth. And you can also say, well, the market is this, you know, and I. Uh, Amy Schumer sells out arenas. Dane Cook sold out arenas too. Doesn't make you funny. Doesn't make you funny. It does he not. Definitely is not. I've always enjoyed Monique's stand up and I have always had a great amount of respect for the things that she has done in her career. Like the doors that she's knocked down and the fact that she's been a trailblazer in a lot of ways for black female comics. And her 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 quote about, you know, if I accept five hundred thousand, what are they gonna offer Tiffany Haddish and the girls coming after me? And exactly. All this, like all of that makes so much sense. There's to me. no way they would offer tw- Tiffany Haddish this, ten million dollars. Right. Nine million dollars. Like I would gag if not they gave all. her nine million dollars. Not at all. I doubt it. Right. Of course not. And it's been lit for her out here for like the past year and right. some change. It has not been lit for Amy. Amy Schumer like that since like 2015. Let's keep it up. Amy Schumer has been like gassed up off of her. I'm a schlubby white woman. I'm so so fat, but I catch all the dicks. Like that's her whole thing. Her comedy special was called the leather special. And it was all because she says that every comedian has had a moment in their career where they wore leather and then they regretted it. And this is mine. Look how ridiculous I look in my leather outfit. That's Amy Schumer's comedy. And if you like it, Great. Cool. There's nothing right, any, even fine. wrong with that. But, but you're not going to sit <laughs> her next to someone as accomplished and right. actually fucking funny. Right. And as say, right. even if you don't feel like, yes, she's had like more success in, over the past five years or whatever than Monique has. But there's like that gap, mm-hmm. that gap, 500,000 not to even a million, right? Million? Hell no. It is actually ridiculous. Like, nah, niggas, I'm sorry. Niggas are taking their personal feelings about Monique. Oh, like maybe you agree with Lee Daniels and Monique don't play the game or Monique says something about Oprah, so I don't like her for this or Monique is fat. Monique need to stop letting her husband run her business, which may be true. I really don't know. I don't know. But all of these personal feelings about Monique don't take away from the fact that a black woman who is as accomplished as she is and has the resume that she does certainly does not deserve to be offered peanuts, especially in comparison to somebody like Amy fucking Schumer who just got here and is not even that fucking funny. That's all I'm saying. That's all right. That's that what I want niggas to understand. Your I'm personal saying. feelings about her do not change that fact. Some, and y'all want to talk about black women and the wage gap between white women you. and white men and all this other shit. And yet somehow in this conversation, it's well, fuck her black ass. The Monique ought to be glad they offered her five thousand dollars, bitch. This is like she's still Monique, bitch. Somebody, she's still Monique. Somebody linked me to Isaac Hayes the third on Instagram. 
Anyway, okay. he posted like some dialogue. Well, he called it a dialogue. It was really just something that Monique said and then a little series of tweets that he said in response to her or whatever. But I guess it was in comment. He was commenting on the decorated comedian thing, she said. Right. And at one point he says something like, you know, well, comedians like a, an Amy Schumer or a Tina Fey, they can't even win a lot of the awards that you got. And so you're actually showing racial bias in your argument because, Nigga, what? you know, like an Amy Schumer could never win a BET award or an NAACP award. I'm like, are y'all really nitpicking of that dumbass comment awards, that she made? Like, <laughs> take, take all the Negro awards out of it. This bitch won an Oscar. Uh, Academy Award right. winning Monique. This would be right. like her first televised comedy special in however long. However long. And right. for, I don't give a fuck how you feel about her, whether you like her or you do not like her. I just feel like there should be more people who are looking at the root of this statement. Amy Schumer's non-funny ass mm-hmm. made $12 million off of a special that did not even perform very well. And they offered this bitch $500,000 someone right. who's more accomplished than her mm-hmm. maybe not more as as accomplished as Whoopi Goldberg or whoever else because I don't even know why she opened her mouth to say that like I really don't but either way I don't know why she invited us to the Netflix boycott like there's things to criticize about Monique here but her asking for a decent amount of money is not one of them I just disagree but so, again that's just how I feel about right. it I don't even really feel like getting into an extensive you asking niggas to boycott de- Netflix is just like come on now sis <laughs> Like, I'm not going to do that. People are not going to do that. But when Wanda Sykes was like, yeah, girl, they offered me like a quarter million. And I was like, oh, fuck that. And went and got my deal signed elsewhere. Like, I think it's something to be looked at. Like, black women are being lowballed. And this is consistent across industry. But I think niggas look at famous people and be like, oh, well, you should just be happy. Yeah, you should just be grateful. You should just be glad because my broke ass would love $500,000. Well, you not Monique either, girl. So... (laughs) Let's just all stay in our lanes as far as that is concerned. Black women being like, hey, there's a massive pay gap here and I am way more accomplished than this other girl. So like, let's talk about the inequalities. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I y'all just don't like the messenger. By about. That's, I think that is yeah, a big part You don't of like it. the person saying it. Because when Tracy Ellis, when that report came out about Tracy being like, the pay gap between me and Anthony Anderson is ridiculous and my contract needs to be renegotiated or whatever. Every single person on my Twitter timeline and in my mentions was like, hell yeah, Tracy makes that show. Give her her motherfucking money. This, this, this. Now, I personally didn't ever see her say that she wanted or felt like she deserved equal pay. What it said, what I read anyway, said that she felt like the gap was too wide and needed to be adjusted. But yes, I understand Anthony Anderson is executive producer on Blackish. And that's going to mean that he makes more money. Plus, he's the starring He's the starring actor. He's in a lead role. So, yes, that's also going to contribute to making more money. But Tracy's not wrong to say, uh, well, all of that is fine and good, but the gap between us is still too ridiculous. And I'm Tracy Ellis motherfucking Ross. You bitches can Google me and check my resume also and run me my money, period. And then if you watch Blackish, it's no, you look at it like, of course she needs more money. She is like, the reason to watch the show. She is like a huge part of why I watch the show. Cause uh Dre is a terrible parent. He is an awful parent. She's like the the balance of the parents. Uh, but he is like ridiculous in all of the goofy ways that men get to be ridiculous. He's lazy around the house. He goes to work and bullshits with them crazy white people. Like he has his moments, but it's it's all like 
look at Dre being as ridiculous as possible. And then here come Rainbow being funny, but also smart and has her shit together and is doing shit with the kids and dealing with his crazy mama talking to like, I'm just saying when Tracy said it, it was a very different reaction from people being like, yes, run her her money. And then Monique comes around a few days later, like uh, Netflix tried to play me. And niggas are like, well, your black ass don't deserve no better than that anyway. Right. Like it's just it's the body that is in. It's the person that is coming from that you have a I problem agree. with. And niggas just need to accept that about themselves. Like you have an issue with Monique. So, I mean, it is what it is. I just I hope you keep. I kind of wish she hadn't done it so publicly, but I mean, I wish she hadn't called for a boycott in the way she did. I don't right. mind her calling out Netflix. Right. It's the way that she decided to call out Netflix right. that I have an issue with because it's I'm not like that's it. that's a that's a professional problem that is also like of public interest but that's your shit with Netflix don't bring the rest of us we already have a relationship Netflix is playing way too many of our favorite shows we just it's not even I just feel like just it was just that. a little too like it was it was like abrasive but then it was also wrapped in this weird like warm maternal shit that she does where she's like I love her I love us for real I love all of us and hey my babies and we deserve that and all of and that. All that yeah and so yeah I just I like I said I I hated the approach altogether I hated the idea of boycott rather than just a conversation of equal pay and black women being mm-hmm. lowballed in the entertainment industry and industries of all kinds right um but yeah, I just don't think that she did a good job of expressing that. But at the root of it, you fuck you. What are you kidding me? Like, right. hell no, nah, she shouldn't accept no fight. If hell you, no. <laughs> I don't care what you make now. If you are in that position that mm-hmm. she is, regardless of how much money Monique has at the moment, right? You know your worth. You know what you're putting in. Bitches, like when they win that Academy Award, from then on, right. every time the price you are goes in up automatically. Anything, fuck the price. Every time you in anything, it is Academy. Academy Award winning. If you're nominated, they yeah. say Academy Award nominee. Blankety blank, 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 blank. So what is the point then for winning all of the... Because you bet your black ass, actually your white ass bottom dollar, <laughs> that white people, when they get them awards and they go up for any kind of a role or anything... Oh, did you hear about the gold man I have in my, um, yeah. in Always. my living room? Always. Oh, yeah. So we're going to add a couple more zeros to that because I don't... Automatically. I forgot about my friend Oscar. So I I just... The nomination means the price goes up and then winning it definitely does. So the fact that Monique experienced pretty much the exact opposite, like she didn't get that big Oscars boost that most of the winners do, should be further proof to you niggas that there's something going on here. It's not... Y'all like to act like it's all in our heads. Like we doing something. Charlemagne, dumbass. Like y'all like to act like women are fucking up and don't deserve to be asking for this. But no, Monique absolutely deserves to demand more than what they were offering her, especially in comparison to what they were offering Amy fucking Schumer. If that part was not in it, like if I didn't know how much they they paid homegirl. I probably would have been like, well, what were you looking for? You know, because I wouldn't have anything to really Because I don't have any context. Right. Right. I don't know what Netflix is offering. And that's another reason why I'm glad she said something, although I don't really super love the way she said it. Right. The fact that other black actresses are being like, hey, I get lowballed in this. Taraji's like, I had to pay for my own hotel when I was filming Benjamin Button. Like, insane shit like that. Octavia Spencer said Jessica Chastain helped her get five times her salary when 
she noticed the, the pay discrepancy between them. So it's like, I'm glad all these conversations are happening because a lot of us don't like to talk about money and we don't want to talk about specifics and people don't want to get into that private shit. But women, especially black women, are really getting fucked over and we make so much money for the industry. And yet they want to toss us the pennies and everybody else take home the big dollars. No, fuck that. So I'm not mad at Monique for that at all. Approach could have used some work, but she's not wrong. Definitely could have used so, some work. She's not but wrong. But she is not wrong. So Thank you. That's all I really wanted to say about that. <gasps> Amen. And honestly, you can keep however you feel about it. I'm not even <laughs> feeling like I'm not doing it with y'all. All right. That, oh, I was going to talk about Jay Holiday and whatever it was he was talking about. Oh, let's about. put that in the read. But honestly, he looked like one of them niggas that died in the Crossroads video. So. I had to really sit and think about Jay Holiday. Is that the put you to bed, nigga? Yeah. Yes. I get him and Life Jennings confused all of the time. <laughs> but... <laughs> He looks like the walking I don't think I've ever known what he looked like. I don't think I've ever... Not great. I can think of maybe two Jay Holiday songs, but anyway. He looked like a little homely when he came out, but you could tell they probably put a little foundation on him and like sheened up his braids. A little blur effect. Gave him a a fedora and things, but now he's hit. Oh, the Neo impact. Well, I mean... So you want to talk about it now or you want to talk about it? Oh, I wasn't going to talk about it at all. If you want to oh, do it. No, I was going to mention it during my read. I was just saying like he l- looks like a corpse. <laughs> so I figured his life's been a read. Right. I mean, it's just kind of like who, why did you decide to come out the woodwork and attack all these different women? Like, First of all, we forgot about you. First of and all. this is how you come back? Secondly, putting Beyonce's name in your mouth. This is, so this is how, you didn't research this very well at all. You <laughs> You thought coming for Beyonce Doesn't was going to be your way to get back into the public eye and then being mad at Beyonce and Cardi B and SZA because they take like their lives or what happened to them and put it in their music. Nigga, what? It's so. How are you so weird? Like, how dare y'all use y'all's pain to to make music and get nominated? You mean, how dare I take my own life experiences and Tia write Marie, about them, you stupid bitch? Tierra Marie commented on it on yes. the shade room and she said, go back to bed, sis. <laughs> That made me laugh. So one point. All right. One for you, Glenn Coco. You go. But yeah, fuck Jay Holiday. Who even cares? That's it for Hot Tops and the Blowfish this week. We'll see you in just a moment. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show 
So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct. Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so now it is time for us to do listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Just want to say, can't believe you guys really loved that letter last week from Sheriff, the long clit um, connoisseur. That was so stupid. Um, And so blatantly fake. And he sent in an update that confirmed for me that it was fake because he added another absolutely ridiculous twist onto the end of it. And I was just like, okay, no, I'm not going to read it because it's, I don't want to encourage people to come up with their craziest fantasies and send them into this show. I'm sure they're all already doing it. But it was just so much like, oh, Kid Fury, what do you do when you OD on Taco Bell and then you paint niggas for the next day or whatever? Like, it was something insane tell like you. that. So I was like, right, I'm not even going to ask you this because I feel certain that you have never been in that position. So Yeah, I just go and get 80 chalupas before a date. Yeah, I just love doing... You know what? Never mind. I was about to... Oh, Uh, Yeah. So anyway, getting right back into letters that sound like they came from real people this week. Our first question comes from Arusha, who says, like most married women, I share a bed with my husband since we both have nine to five jobs. Right. I feel it is reasonable. It is reasonable for me to ask him what time are you going to bed once it gets late, like between the hours of 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. He always says soon, which does not tell me the time to expect him, expect him in the bed. You want him to be like 11 to 15? I ask him this question every weeknight, not because I want him in the bed, because I, but because I do not want him to come into our room interrupting my sleep when we both have to get up for work That's the next a good morning. reason. Real. Just about every weeknight, he falls asleep on the couch. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I get out of the bed and wake him up so that he can finally come to bed. He always stays up late and complains the next day about how tired he is, and he always has the TV on too loud when he's not even watching it in the first place. What irritates me the most is that he lies when I have to shake him and wake him up trying to pretend like he was awake the whole time not only are you lying about something so stupid and trivial but you lie about it terribly where y'all going together at shady pines <laughs> this married people they sound a smooth lives. <laughs> i don't understand why we have to have this discussion every night about his bedtime the whole point of me telling you to go to bed is so that you don't interfere with my rest and i don't have to hear you complain about being tired my question is am i being a nagging wife by constantly asking him to go to bed at, at at an appropriate time, should I just leave him alone and let him do his thing? If not, what would you guys suggest? Please excuse any typos because I am writing this at three o'clock in the morning and he listens he to the show. just got to bed? <laughs> right. I feel like he just woke her up and she was like, you know what I'm going to do? 
right the fucking read because I'm sick of your black ass. But I have to say, Arusha, I would just let that nigga sleep on the couch. That's what I was going to say. Well, you wake up at three o'clock and he not in the bed next to you. Okay, so for me that just means like, well, good luck. You just gonna have a cricket. Nice day, I guess. I'm finna lay out in the middle of the bed if you don't want to get your black ass up and come in here. That's not gonna hurt my feelings. So, but I wondered what you thought about it. Um. Well, you know, I encourage communication in these types of situations. I feel like I can't really speak too much from experience. I've never lived with somebody that I was in a relationship with. I haven't really lived with people besides my family and Milagro and her. Oh, my God. I wonder how those kids are doing. (laughs) I was going to say something wrong. You were about to say something terrible about a baby. Um. Yeah, I don't really know too much about this particular burden. But what I would say, I just feel like if I were in that situation, I would say to him, like, look, this is how I feel. I don't need you waking me up. Sleep is very precious to me. I hate... Super important. Being, I'm not even just speaking as you. Like, I want you to know that me, I hate being woken up. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. You might as well just set me on fire right afterwards so I can really be miserable. But... Um, you know, I would express this to him and be like, I need you to make a solid effort because A, I don't want to be waking up and B, I don't want to hear you bitching about being exhausted when you can just get your motherfucking ass in the bed on time and get some good night's sleep. See what happens then. (laughs) If there is no improvement the next time, what I would then do is I would start locking the door. Oh, I was about to say the same thing and I thought it sounded too extreme. When I go to bed and I would probably leave a little note on the door that says closed. (laughs) Back or opens at 11 at whatever time Bedroom you go. hours up. reopen at 5 a.m. As for right now, we're not letting it I'm sure you can go on like Amazon.com and get one of those little signs that stores hang in their door, like for store hours for probably a couple of bucks. And then just put that petty. shit right on the door. And I would lock it every single night when I'm ready to go. Like, this is the night that I'm locking the door. This is when the bedroom is. I'm not closes. fucking with you, right? Okay, if get you're not in this in bed, bed, you're sleeping on the couch. He sounds like he's one of those people who needs the TV in order to fall asleep and they might not have. See, I'm not. And so maybe if he's like, oh, let me go out in the living room and get sleepy and then get up and come to bed. I don't know. That's kind of it sounds like a reach. Really, it sounds like he's just staying his ass out there. I can sleep without the TV on. I can sleep without the TV on if I'm not in the bed by myself. But if I'm alone, I need the TV to be running. I prefer utter silence and darkness regardless of who I'm with. I cannot sleep like that. Ooh. That's the quickest way to keep me up all night. Oh no, that's my favorite way. It is I just, just drift right off. I love it so much. So there's different sleep styles definitely, but if he's consistently falling asleep in the living room and you I guess you feel like it's your duty to get him up and come get in the bed. I would just That's what I was wondering. It. Like, cause initially that's what I said. I would just leave him out there to fall asleep. Let but if she's saying that she doesn't want him to do that, I was assuming that maybe he does have a habit of waking up at two o'clock or whatever and, and coming, coming in, in the and bed waking and waking her up. her up. Right. So I'm just going to go on a, out on that limb and assume that that is what he's doing. And mm-hmm. that's why just leaving him there does not work. And again, you're not going to fuck up my sleep, especially at a smooth in the middle of it. 3 a.m. That's when you like real good in your sleep. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't want to hear still about up at 3 a.m. I don't want to hear about how tired you are when you could have just came and gotten the bed either. Like, no, no, that's really. another thing. Like, shit. <laughs> up like you know that would piss me off probably no not piss me off more than no not piss but me off like, as a combination you like you woke me up out of my sleep 
for not doing something that was simple. Right. And then on top of that, now I have to hear you bitch about it. Like, something's <laughs> got to give. Like, you can't have both of these yeah. things. Maybe so, y'all need, like, a bedtime routine where y'all get ready for bed together. I don't know. I feel like couples like doing that corny shit where, I don't know, like, you each take a shower and you each do your skincare routine. No, and thank you. Talk about your... That sounds like what I don't know. Dual serial killers do. What the? I don't know. I'm trying to help her out because I would just let his black ass stay out there. I would not give a fuck. I'm gonna take my bed all to myself and just go to sleep. So. Honestly, if if he was like, if he does continue to wake you up, mm-hmm. I would do. I would lock the door on him. Yeah. Because I'm not playing with you. Like, you're going to have to get <laughs> some extreme... Thing. Like, niggas would be so mad, but oh well. Like, I need you to know how serious I am about this. Mm-hmm. I feel like, again, that is something you... Like, you... When you're allowed to do something... Like, niggas will just be like, oh, man, whatever. It like, ain't no big go, deal. Whatever. Like, you can go back to sleep in 45 minutes. You're not going to let me get in the bed. Like, no, you I'm just not. fall right back and sleep. They don't care. Like, they will push it and push it and push it until you snap. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? You have been driving me crazy for months. <laughs> I've been telling your motherfucking ass to just get in the bed and you don't listen. And I have let it go over and over and over motherfucking again. And now here I am at wit's end. The end of my wits. I have zero wit left, bitch, because you've driven me nuts. Now you want to know what's wrong with me. You driven me to the edge. Because you won't leave me alone. I cannot do it anymore. (laughs) So sit outside. (sighs) Yes. Well, good luck to you. Leave. Lock the door and leave one pillow just on the ground. (laughs) Like, oh, did you wake up and your neck hurt here? Just in case. <laughs> if you have like one of those it's travel pillows. a blanket pillows, on the back of the couch. You'd be all right. You got like one of those travel pillows that go around your neck when you fall asleep. Leave that. Yeah. I'm not going to keep like insisting that a grown man get up and not get in, in the house. fucking bed. Right. Or do better at coming to bed late. I used to get in the bed after my partner all the time. And all you have to do is be quiet. You just walk into the room I would room always be quietly. the first one. It would always be aggravating for that very reason. You don't turn lights on or music or anything like that. You just tiptoe quietly into the room and gently roll your ass into the bed and go right to sleep. I'm a decent sleeper. So if you're quiet enough, then maybe. But niggas don't care about that. No, they don't. They don't. They come in the house and... You awake? You still see? Hey, you see my toenail clipper? That's if he actually hey, is you, advanced enough to clip his own toenails. You sleep? No. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to bed. You go back. You go back to sleep too. Me I'm and the fellas was just gonna have some beers, but I can't find the bottle opener. <laughs> Do you know where it's That's at? That's even worse. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> anyway, good what, luck. <laughs> you sleep? No, I'm not sleep, Jerome. What the fuck is it? Hey, uh, where the lighter at? <laughs> I will kill you. Do you know that I will kill... I'm about to light a fire in your ass. You? If you don't get the fuck from in front of my face. All right, next question. This is a mess. Comes from Angela, who says... Oh, shout out to the people who emailed us to say Bubbles the monkey is still alive. Oh, good for him. Also, we are confusing the brown bread. That's not Olive Garden. It's Cheesecake Factory. Oh my God, what a crime. And they're about to start selling it in stores. I did see that. So I retweeted not it. Have to. Oh, okay. Well, so the brown bread uh, lives there. But this question comes from Angela. She says, I'm in a relationship with a man who has three kids by three different women. I'm not one of those women. I don't have any kids. Then why are you? Okay. I don't have a problem with any of the women or the children Although I will admit that I get a little annoyed on weekends when all of a sudden my house is full of kids. But 
That's your man, girl. <sighs> One of his baby mamas is currently facing an energy and heat shutoff. I'm sympathetic to the situation, but at the same time, that's not my issue or any of my business. Fair. I make it is. I make more money than my boyfriend, and he also pays of child support. <laughs> and it annoys me how irresponsible he is with the money that he does have left over. I'm emailing y'all because he told me about his baby mama's cutoff notice and asked me if he could borrow the money to pay it. I said no without any hesitation. I understand that I'm in a relationship with him and we're supposed to help each other when help is needed. Who the fuck you dating? Kendu Isaacs? It's great. <laughs> no, because Kendu gets enough in spousal support to pay the fucking light bill. That's not what he tells them. It's great that he wants to take care of this for his baby mama and his kid, but I won't let it happen with my money. He got upset and told me that I'm selfish and that his son will be in the dark and cold, but I don't feel like that's my problem. What would you guys do? And am I being selfish? Sincerely, Angela. I wouldn't date a nigga that has three baby mamas. Okay. Well, when you just come out the gates blazing like that. But that's just me personally. I'm not trying to shame anybody and their baby mama amount. You know what? It's it's less about the three baby mamas for me and more that that's at least three different ways that your check is departing this house. That's three different women you have to 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 devote some time and energy and respect to because they've all given birth to your children. Those are three different kids. Like she said, in my house every weekend, like it's too much extra I feel like all to of have that to deal with. Is under the umbrella of what I said. <laughs> right? But it's, I don't want it to be like, oh, you have three baby mamas, therefore you're not worth dating. It's, it's the work that comes along with having to sure. deal with somebody who has three baby mamas that Well, let's just say that that's off. what I'm saying. <laughs> But I still, like, I feel you because that's just, it's like automatically, here go a bunch of bullshit that I don't want to have to be bothered with. I do think you're being selfish, but I also don't think being selfish is necessarily a bad thing. Okay, wait. So she's being selfish. How did I miss something? I don't think selfish is automatically a negative term no i don't either i'm just trying to her boyfriend told her when she said she wouldn't loan him the money to pay the baby mama light bill he called her selfish and was like you know my son is gonna be in the dark and you could help and you're not doing it which is true you are being selfish okay but you're allowed to do that because it's your job and your fucking money and apparently he has money left over you know from his checks and he paid right he spends it however the fuck he wants to so so yeah if you could give your baby mama the money but you but you would rather be out here with the new Yeezys or whatever. Or if you could have given your baby mama the money, but you needed those Yeezy boosts, then I don't understand. You can why go pawn that shit, right? Anything like <laughs> it ain't nothing in this house you, you can sell. Need to call Foot Locker and figure out their return policy <laughs> because I don't know why I'm being brought into anything. Like, are you kidding me? One of the reasons I wouldn't date somebody with kids is because I would. If I was in this situation, I would be annoyed, but I would also probably loan you the money just so the baby is you know not what? without lights. You know what? And heat. You know what? You are so right. That's why I can't date people Because with kids. I know myself, and I can talk all co-hearted on this bitch as yeah. much as I want to. If I were in that same situation, I would hate you with the fires of seven hells. Say it. But I would probably still buckle and give I don't you that think money. Because I cannot go to bed in yeah. my warm home with my lights and my <laughs> internet and think about this innocent baby that is somewhere cold in the dark. And I would I definitely also don't want it in my house. <laughs> right. I feel like the humane option is I'm not paying for the reason for that but, bitch to come over here. Right. right yeah. So then it's like, oh, so can her and the baby stay in the living room until they get the money for the light bill? Absolutely. 
absolutely not. I'm torn. So I, this is for me, this is just a reason to not date people with kids because I would feel morally obligated to help this lady with her electric bill and also sincerely not want to do it at the same time. At the very same time. <laughs> Fuck that. But I know that I would do it. Right. You're so right. But you're not selfish. You're not selfish for not wanting well, to. Well, I mean, you are. I mean, you're not selfish for not wanting to. Mm. You're, you are selfish, you're but selfish. in a way that I feel is justified. Thank you. Yes. There you you go. are allowed to say, no, nigga, you have your own money. So if Especially with that. Right. Especially with you, that. It's not like he spends all of his dimes on child support and takes home $10 a week and has nothing. Like, I'm going he's off irresponsible of your words with his shit. Right. That he is irresponsible with the money that he does get anyway. Fuck that. So that makes it even further your business. But I would probably still buckle and I would be doubly pissed because of that too. You understand? Right. So I would date a nigga that has kids. I have dated niggas with kids. But... Oh, okay. I've f- never gone down that road. But... First of all, it did not last long. Secondly, um, I would pay very close attention in the dating process. Keep in mind that I have and will always consider dating and relationships two completely different things. They are. Okay, great. Just want to point that out. No, they definitely are. Some people are lost. I'm dating right now. Multiple people. It's fine. (laughs) Not in a relationship with nobody. I just wanted that to be Just talking to you niggas. So... In the dating process, I would be paying very close attention to things like this, how the kids interact with the parents and how they're taken care of and how he spends his money and right. what he thinks all is, that is very a priority important. and what is not. Right, because all of that is important. So when I get to a point where I actually want to be with this nigga or we're sharing spots and homes and things like that, I could probably already gauge whether or not I'm going to end up in some right. shit like this. Hopefully. <laughs> right. Maybe. If he makes a habit of taking his little check and whatever's left over and just being like fuck this like nigga you have three kids now it's time out for that you gotta start planning for rainy days like when your baby mama is short on the light bill like you don't get to just be frivolous and ridiculous with your money three of them three responsibilities going in three three different directions So, yeah. Three different child support payments going out. Like, you need to be a lot more careful with your money than what you're You should have being. a responsibility tattoo somewhere you can always see it. I will say I would not give him the money if there was something he recently bought that he could easily turn around and sell and help her with that. I would be like, uh, no. Take that Switch back. Take that PlayStation, Xbox, whatever the fuck the new shit is back. Take all that back. Sell it on Craigslist, eBay. I don't Let care. Go. <laughs> Somebody will pay for that brand new thing you have. That so, old thing. Fuck that. <laughs> like, Somebody will pay for the old one, right? I'll be looking around the home like, all right, what, what do we can got I get rid of? Here? Um, <laughs> when's this the last time that you used that leg massager? Yeah. Okay, pack that up. Have what a garage else sale. Oh, you don't need Madden 16. It's 18. All right, we'll take that. <laughs> like, You can get a good five ten dollars off of that. I'm just saying, it's little things you can do to raise the money for, your, for yourself. I'm probably... But again, if it if it came right down to it, I don't want the babies to be in a house without electricity. But then I would pro- if he asked me for that and I actually gave it to him, I would probably start plotting on our breakup soon thereafter because you're not going to bring this back around to me again. That has to be, first of all, clarified 
like above any kind of compare. Like that has to be something where it's just like, I want you to know. Not only do I want you to know, I've actually printed out the paperwork here. Um, there's an X here <laughs> with a dotted line. I'm going to prick your finger and you're going to sign this with your blood. With your blood, yes. I will never <laughs> do this again. I On the back of this, not. I have an additional copy for the child's mother for her to sign as well. You can use your own needle if you want to or whatever. Whatever it is, but I want each of you niggas to know that Joheen <laughs> won't be getting any more water, heat, or not anything from me. From me. No. I wish him the best. I know that it is not his fault that y'all are raising him. But what <laughs> I won't be doing is giving him a dollar more. Right. Maybe on the holidays. This birthday. is yeah, right. Christmas, <laughs> sure. I got a twenty for that nigga like I do everybody Absolutely. else. But no, sir, I will not be doing this on no regular ass basis. I mean, and that's something you gotta think about when you decide to get serious with somebody with kids. Because if you were married, then this would be I don't know, probably more of like a you kind of have to type of situation. Like, I mean, because at that point, you're the stepmother to these kids. And I, I think there's a certain serious. responsibility. I think a stepmother has a responsibility to be, you know, just as just as loving and kind hearted. And I think a, a step parent has to take the child's best interest to heart in ways that a girlfriend does not. That's not what Cinderella said. Cinderella. Okay, I don't get it because I did not know the prince had kids. Her stepmom was awful. Oh, <laughs> the fact that that went right past me. Anyway, good luck, girl. Uh, let us know how it turns out. Our last question comes from, let's call her mm, Boom Sheikah. Boom Sheikah. Sure. <laughs> Boom Sheikah says, <laughs> I am in a three year relationship and we are very much in love. I do hair and makeup for television and my boyfriend is oh, in the military. Okay. He is currently deployed. Distance is hard, but we do it very well and it does make us stronger. Shout out to him. However, I woke up last weekend and saw that my ex-boyfriend's father passed away. Damn. Saw this on social media. This was my first everything and we ended kind of crazy and I haven't spoken to him in almost four years. Oh, her first. Okay. Her first. Yeah. Her, her ex's father. Right, 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 right. But because I know how much his father meant to him, I found his phone number and sent him a text giving my condolences. He responded and said he appreciates me hitting him up and how much he misses me and still loves me and how all his exes after me couldn't compare. Relatable. Oh, God. He even admitted that he's always looked for me in those women. I told him I was flattered, but that I was in a relationship. And he said he knew that because he checks my Twitter every once in a while. Also relatable. Later on, we ended up FaceTiming to talk oh. about his dad. You're doing a great job, girl. But it took a left turn and we had phone sex. Of course. My mind is running. How is that even? Like, <laughs> how are you FaceTiming with a nigga and be like, pull your dick out? Well, you know, never mind. I, I guess exactly that's easy. Actually, FaceTime sex makes more sense than regular phone sex. Right. Because <laughs> at least you have a visual. I component. just heard the term phone sex, and that's never made sense to me, but FaceTime works. FaceTime sex makes a lot more sense watching somebody. Okay, anyway. My mind is running a million miles a minute, and I'm not sure what to do. The next day, we continue texting like normal, but now he is calling me my old nickname and being very flirty. I don't know if me not being able to see or talk to my man is the reason why I acted a damn fool on my iPhone last night or if I'm just trash but I don't know what to do please help sincerely already fucking up 2018 aka boom shakalaka whatever you called her <laughs> everything in shaka so um I'll tell you where you fucked up 
uh, Boomy. Loving it. You said that this man sent you a message back saying thank you and you're so great and you're my world, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Miss you so much. You fucked up at the part where you said, I said back. <laughs> yeah, girl. You fucked up after sending your condolences and then still speaking. Like, you could have just said, hey, real... Because the whole point of you contacting him in the first place was to send those condolences because his father passed. That was it. Once that... You didn't even really need to get a response. You could have just sent that out and been like, this is where my heart was and I hope it lands right on his and then go right back to it. Right. You wanted that old thing back. And it might have a lot to do with the fact that your new thing is not here right now. Right. And this nigga was your first love and all that. That does not help either. It does not help. Totally get that. Yep. But um, you definitely fucked up. <laughs> you certainly You fucked did. up just by responding, <laughs> period. You should have sent the condolences via Facebook or whatever the fuck else. Like, yeah. you shouldn't have even texted him. Yeah, and you didn't even have his number. You had you to go said looking you for found it. the number. Probably had to go find so an old phone. So you really wanted to have like a cute little private. I yeah. see what you, you saw doing. your in, girl, and you took it. And now. Because he's been on your Twitter, so I know he's got one <laughs> or whatever. You could have been like, so sorry, such and such and such and such. Very sad to hear about your dad. Hope but he then probably would have just texted her. Do- I mean, you know, it's very possible that he would have just done it anyway, and you would have ended up in this situation regardless. Tell your boyfriend. Oh, I was going to say the exact opposite. Of course you were. I was going to say, if you are not going to get any more FaceTime digital dick, then just let it go. Like, you fucked up. Your man's not home. It's understandable that you're maybe lonely and missing that kind of attention from a man. And here come your ex. And it's just all too perfect of a situation. And okay, you fucked up. But you didn't. Well, I won't say you didn't actually cheat. But you didn't cheat in a way that I think requires disclosure. The reason I say that is because if the genders were reversed, I would tell him to tell her. I mean, I feel I like... I know I would. Especially I like because, I, first of all... Fine, I'm sure. And I get it. <laughs> I really do. But this thing is not like running a nightclub or bar one or something like in another okay. you know bar what I'm saying one. like he's not like just you know Prince from Love and Hip Hop Miami and I'm never home because I'm out here with these bitches and popping champagne like he's fucking oh, deployed you know what I'm saying like come on I'm sure he would love to deployed. be at home right now all up in your vaginal cavity and just doing whatever great or stuff or maybe he's you. deployed doing nasty shit with other girls too it's women in the military see now if you think that <laughs> if you feel like there's a possibility that that's what's going on with him, then do whatever the fuck you want. Huh. No, you're right. You're but right. you could say to him, like, I'm look, a nigga. it's been super hard for me, you being away, and this nigga's father died, and one thing led to another, and we didn't sleep together, but we got inappropriate on Snapchat, or on FaceTime, or whatever. Same thing, whatever. Yeah, same <laughs> shit. And then, you know, take the consequences. Yeah. It'll be easy to get over a breakup if he's not even in the same country. That's a bit of consolation, I guess, if he wants to break up with you over it. it should <laughs> Maybe. Be. Yeah, I feel like it would be easier not having to actually look at the person or, like, move your stuff out the house and just, like, super awkward and all that. But I didn't, I don't know. Listening to this story, I'm like, 
I kind of feel like if you are willing, I think you need to be really honest with yourself right now because this ex is back to texting you like, you know, cutesy old days, being flirtatious and shit. And it sounds like you enjoy it. So I think she you need to say does. to yourself, like, is this a situation where a lot of time has passed and maybe this tragedy is going to bring me and him back together? Am I interested in pursuing something flirtatious with my ex? Because if you're really honest with yourself and the answer is yes, then your man who's overseas, you know, putting his life in danger or whatever every day deserves to know that. Like, if you're just going to fuck around I with his emotions and waste his time, then yeah. But if you realize, oh, God, this was a mistake. I don't want this nigga back. Like, I'm never going to do this bullshit again. I mean, I probably would not tell him, but just know that there's a great chance that's going to come back and bite you in the ass anyway. I mean, maybe if it helps and you really don't want to tell him, there's probably a great chance that if he did this to you, he wouldn't tell you. I mean, odds are... That makes me feel a lot better. If he did this to you, he wouldn't tell you. <laughs> but that doesn't change what I said initially to me. I feel like you should just say uh, something. No, him. you're right. I'm just feeling kind of fuck niggerish about it. I feel that way every day, so... but I'm just trying to be fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, let us know how it goes either way. For the rest of you, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back. It is time for the read. It is. Now, initially, I was going to start by doing a read about apologies, but it's probably going to be invalid today after that whole bit with Heavenly. So I'll skip that. <laughs> oh, no. Let's hear your read on apologies. No, it's fine. No, I want to hear it. So let's hear it. <laughs> Instead, I want to hear it. I'll I say that for a time where y'all forget. <laughs> I will never forget. I just want you to know. As soon as you bring it up, I'll be like, really heavenly? So that's how you feel about apologies now? So let me first clarify that. I'm never going to forget. I still feel like heavenly's apology initially <laughs> was heartfelt and it was sincere. And she fucked up. By getting frustrated and then backsliding. Okay. <laughs> That's what it was. Backsliding. So I don't feel like she was just like, 
Sorry, girl, because I guess I'm my bad or whatever. I feel like she really was trying to be apologetic and she didn't get what she wanted in return. And you should not apologize to get to receive an apology. Right. Which I think Mariah said, which probably made it even worse because fuck Mariah. But that's true. If you really no, it is mean true. the apology, then. Do but I'm not f- processing it because it's coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm going to wait for Jackie or Simone to like tell me. Like I that. said about Monique, the message is still true. You just <laughs> dislike the messenger. Yes. Mariah did not lie. No, it's not okay. It's not okay, bro. You're supposed to be like, you're right. Let me adjust my thinking on that. But you're just like, no, it's correct. And I accept it the way it is. All right. Well, you know, we're all on our own journey, friend. It's fine. Well, you know, I don't particularly have any problem with a pop. You know, I'll just move on. Well, you um, don't have a problem with apologizing. Not I don't think really. you I don't think you do either. I'm just wondering where the where the rest of this was going to go. Really what I was tr- like planning on saying is that I've like if you're going to if you're not sorry for something, then just don't say that you're oh, sorry. Oh yeah, you're right. Say this for another week. But <laughs> the reason I was going to say it is because I feel like a lot of people like don't really even try just like they feel like they could just be like, oh, like my bad or or whatever. And or that's just enough. Whatever. And then they're confused as to why the person, especially in relationships, is still upset with them. It's like, <laughs> it's but you have very not obvious, even <laughs> said what, you, what you're sorry for. Like you have to acknowledge. See, this is actually different because Heavenly did acknowledge what she fucked up about or how and she fucked up. And then did the same right. thing. But that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> So these are two different kinds of apologizing fuck-ups. So I'm right. Oh, sure you are. All right. Do not not try. Put a little effort and a little authenticity into your apology. That's it. Okay. I want to at least feel like in the moment you are really apologizing. Her little ugly ass mammy talking about, I don't know. It's not on my heart right now. I just gotta, I wouldn't, I can't lie because that would be ugly and I'm a child of God. extremely extra. Fuck her and her mama and that apology. 305 till both of us die heavenly. And that is what it is. (laughs) Fuck apologizing to Mariah and her raggedy ass mama. We're right back here. Bitch, please. Apologize to this girl we are right Everybody's back sorry here. about this shit bitch you can't even apologize why should I be truly sorry oh. and commit to my apology bitch when you can't even give me a proper one and the reason I fucked with you in the first place and talked about your mama is because you fucked with me You're so if like we can't even get to the meat of that fuck my apology I want it back okay and she took it back and on the way back <laughs> fuck your mama again pack that up and ship it how did we end up right back here also to Netflix I don't give a fuck about what the fuck it is. Not Netflix. To Instagram. I'm Look sorry. At you. <laughs> Instagram. I don't give a fuck about what you recommend. I didn't ask you for your opinion. I didn't ask you for no fucking recommendations of who you think I should be following or talking to. Furthermore, put my shit back in chronological order. I don't like what you're doing. It don't make no sense to me. And I'm done. Okay. Because I feel like what you're about to do, I'm just going to piggyback off of that anyway. Well, we have. I definitely want to talk about Charlemagne's dumbass on The Breakfast Club, if that's what you're talking about. I do want to talk about that. But I am similarly annoyed with Instagram because they keep changing little shit to make me not want to get on that fucking app when all I ask is that I don't see other people's random likes in my timeline and you put the shit back in chronological order. I hate the way they do 
everything over there. I hate that it's all like about engagements and how quickly people like or comment on your post, whether it's more visible or Now less. it's like active four minutes ago. Active I, now. Uh, who the fuck asked you to tell these niggas in my DMs when I was last online? What is wrong with you? What? Maybe I'm ignoring that comment and letting it sit for a while. Fuck is... Anyway, so yes, fucking. I used to give it to them for them raggedy ass sponsored ads too, but then I'd be finding things I like now. Yeah, I found a glass blunt and I was like, okay, maybe Instagram ads do know that, me. So it's not a crack pipe. What is it? No, it is a crack pipe. Okay. But it's a crack pipe for weed. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so it's fun. I enjoy it. I found a bed for Link that's a snapback. See, the Instagram ads, they can be helpful, but I do not need to see posts from people I do not even fucking follow. I don't want to. Like if I if I wanted to follow them, I would, but I'm just seeing random posts that other people on my timeline have liked and I can't be mad at the people I follow because the whole point of being on the fucking app is liking other people's content. So I'm not mad at y'all for doing it. I'm mad at Instagram for putting it on my timeline like I give a fuck. If I'm going to follow, let me find my way to them. Let me organically get to their page and be like, I'm interested. I would like to see more of this and follow them. I don't need you to be using your weird algorithms and shit and trying to tell me who the fuck I, you think <laughs> I should be following because I liked this picture of, of um, whatever. Like, leave right. me alone about leave that. Leave me alone. And that explore page is similar garbage, but... That has gone through so many fucking <laughs> levels of hell. It's so dumb now, but like... It's so bad. The explore page used to fuck me over constantly. Because I don't for a while I felt like it trolled me because it would only show me things for people I hate. <laughs> now it was it's just trolling like, you. <laughs> now it just shows me like gay things. So I feel like it's still trolling me. Well, I mean, I feel like probably most of the people you follow are gay. And so it's like this is clearly all you care about. But it's just like bad girls club fights and drag race. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was like gay tips and, and shit like the like art that. of shade. Like that's I love it. A bunch of clips Actually, from Paris is burning. It's pretty me. <laughs> it doesn't sound off-brand. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> pretty accurate to my life. A bunch of niggas in your jazzy ass sweatshirt and all that, looking cute in fancy clothes. And Anyways, you do. so I can tell it's a fancy sweatshirt. It looked like a Jon Snow sweatshirt. It probably is. is that from I'm the Game pretty of Thrones sure I collection? got this from Zara or something. Oh, you look like you're about to go defend the wall. I like it. <laughs> anyway, so before you begin. Okay. Um, I, first of all, would like to thank you for being the one to do this because <laughs> I, I heard about this. I don't remember what day. Was it Monday? Whenever this whole probably whenever it happened, shit hit right. the fan. And I said, well, you know what? It don't make no sense to me to ruin this beautiful day that God made. Let me just wait until like maybe Tuesday evening <laughs> before uh, show day. And then I'll see what the fuck this nigga done did. You ain't right. The interview was about 41 minutes. I made it to like 23 before yeah. I turned it off. And I feel like I did a good job. I suddenly watched the whole thing. So I get into all everything, all of it. I had to turn it off as soon as, and I'll tell you when. I turned it off. Okay. As soon as that nigga said Issa Rae. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he was like, well, what about Issa Rae? That's like, okay. Okay. Bye, Charlemagne. Bye, Envy. Bye. I'll Bye, get into girl. all of that later. 
Huh. Once you, you so I'm off. sure most of you have already heard the story. I'm not going to get too deep into the details. But what is really grinding my grits right now is that I literally just did this shit last week. That's right. Talking about young Hollywood's dumbass. We're cursed. And, right? Like, <laughs> I don't understand how this continues to happen to us. But talking about how, you know, Amara La Negra is an Afro-Latina. And a lot of people are just now hearing that term. Which is crazy to me. And they do not know how to process it. It makes them upset and angry. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like, People are like, Afro-Latina? Why can't you just say you're black and you have an Afro? <laughs> That's the sort of dumb shit niggas say. <laughs> I am just beside myself about this. It doesn't have to be that way, but niggas make it that way. The amount of niggas that really have asked this woman, yes. so is it because you have an Afro? Nigga, excuse me? Nigga, it's because of this black ass... Like, do you see my black ass that's sitting in front of you? Like, I know this is not a common uh, term, but I know niggas have used the term Afro-American. Just, I mean, right, it... it the thing is, even if you've never heard Afro-Latina before, the context clues tell you what it is. It's a black person who is Latino coming from a Spanish-speaking country or has that direct lineage. That's what it is. The that, girl has an accent and speaks fluent Spanish. Her and her mama just be chatting in Spanish on TV every week like it's Like nothing. she's so she's very so Dominican. clearly Latina. Right. And the thing about it is that it, like, it's, n- it's not that complicated. It's like really the things not. that come along with being right. uh, Afro-Latina is like, yes, that is very complex oh. and you can probably have conversations about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. But what she was saying so in that dumb. interview, like the breaking down of what this means right. was not that complicated to me at all. It wasn't. And it, and it just isn't. So even when uh, Envy was like, you know, what is Afro-Latina? I thought it just meant she was half one thing and half the other. No, it doesn't mean that I have one black parent and one Latino parent. Although there are plenty of people who do have those right, parents and, and would, would then call right, themselves Afro-Latina. Exactly. That is not exactly what that means. And I would think that DJ Envy would know that considering niggas are always trying to figure out exactly what the fuck he is. <laughs> so it just seems... Like, it just seems like, but then Charlemagne being dumb as hell talking about, well, what are you race wise? I would, I would look at Charlemagne and been like, you get one guess. <laughs> you Let's get see what one, you come up with. You get one guess at this body, at this skin tone, at this hair. You get one guess as to what race I am. What? Are you serious? So it, it started off bad enough and it got so much worse. Like, like, <sighs> Charlemagne, Charlemagne said the dumb shit about you can you can just say you're a Latina with an Afro like oh duh no shit or I can say I'm Afro Latina because Since the fuck I am right too different. and it is what it is but as she was talking about colorism in the industry and facing all of the setbacks that she has because people hear Latina and they want to see J-Lo or Shakira or whatever else and they don't want to see her black ass. They don't want to see her nappy ass hair or her dark ass skin tone. Along with that, they want, you know, a totally different look. Charlene and DJ Envy decided to turn it against her. Like maybe she was crazy and it was all this in her head. This literally said, do you think it's all in your head? You sure it's not in your mind? Charlene, like, your black ass. Are, are you, you fucking kidding me? Kidding me? 
what? This is the most hick, hillbilly ass, uh, white ass, black interview I've talking ever about seen. He's never heard this conversation until now. You a damn lie. I just, I find that hard to it, No, because I know for a fact that I have talked to Charlemagne either at or around directly about issues pertaining to colorism and especially the problems that women face. Colorism in a way that men don't, but also Charlemagne, you have been dark skinned before in your life and you should know. At a time. That, at a time you were before you went to Dr. I don't know, Dr. Miami for the skin and she got you together and cleared up whatever was going on. But you were certainly darker at a time in your life and you should know that people, if not from your own personal experiences, for you to turn around and ask this black girl if it's all in her head because you've never heard the conversation till now and you don't know what struggle it is she's facing as a dark skinned black woman is just like, nigga, you, the thing about Charlemagne is that it's no way he doesn't know this. That I, I it's no way he doesn't know it. Charlemagne is deliberately refusing to learn or do better, and instead will be like, "Let me play the devil's advocate and challenge you on your own lived experience." I know that he likes to troll guests he and does, stuff like that, but, but I just didn't that. understand trolling her, fuck especially that. about that. Espe- I'm and you acting ignorant. You're black ass. You sitting here. <laughs> I know she was looking at Charlemagne like, am I really talking to a black ass man? She was so about good. colorism and how it affects people. Like she didn't really? even seem frustrated oh, in what no. I watched. She was, anyway. No, because she probably has that conversation a lot, all the time. A lot. So she's probably, you know, super at used one to point, it. I'm sorry, I keep cutting. No, you off. you're fine. At one point We're both angry. <laughs> at one point they they brought up Cardi B, which was stupid for several reasons. Because but anyway. Cardi B is light skinned, so who the fuck <laughs> Wow, it was. They just brought up Cardi B at one point, and her sister jumped in and said a oh, whole yeah. bunch of grammatically terrible shit about Hennessey this. Burst had all her comments. Envy asked her at one point, like, "Well, do you think Cardi is lighter skinned than you?" And she looked at that nigga like, "I don't have to think it." <laughs> that was the one time that that I saw in the in the the bit that I watched where she genuinely looked like, "Okay, what is going on? Like, like what the I fuck thought, are y'all talking about?" I thought this was the number one show in urban radio. Are y'all really this stupid? That's Hennessy says she was she was upset because you made this smile as if to say my sister made it because she was light skinned. That's not what he asked her. No, he asked and her if she, she said, th- and that isn't what she said. No, nope. he asked her, "Do you think Cardi is lighter skinned than you?" Yeah. Because she is. <laughs> but what when are you talking about? When Charlemagne brought up Cardi B, like, oh, well, you know, there's Latina success. Cardi B is successful. She's like, but I'm literally talking about being a dark-skinned Latina and how that is an extra level of bullshit. And anybody with eyes can see that Cardi B is light-skinned. And nobody is saying that Cardi B has had an easy road in life. Stare Clearly either. the fuck And they not. tried to put that in there, it's too. It's been plenty of texts in Cardi B's stare. It's been a lot of bullshit to go on on her life but the fact that she is light-skinned makes her more appealing to the mainstream and makes her more appealing even... to niggas it, it, it is simple fucking facts and I will not let black people sit up and act like they are not very well aware that colorism is a thing. I was Below. Just like I won't let offsets said... say that queers don't have nothing to do with gay people fuck out of here He when he said um uh, well, do you think it's like when he asked her whatever about the Cardi B thing? They yeah. got back to Charlemagne, and Charlemagne said, "Like she said to him, well, we have different looks.' 
Right. Is what she said. And he goes, oh, well, you, so you think it's because you're darker or something like that. And she's like, yeah, I'm not even going to front. Absolutely. He said, well, okay, well, what, what about Issa Rae? That's when I turned it off. Yes. I'm like, so how long has Issa been what hiding the Issa fact Rae? that she's secretly like <laughs> a Costa Rican Latin pop artist and we just had no idea? Well, like, for, right. First what? of all, we're not, Issa Rae is not Afro-Latina, so I don't even know why she's coming up in this conversation. But also, yeah, nigga, look at Issa Rae and then look at the countless thousands Thousands of light-skinned women who got opportunities to succeed before somebody like Issa Rae could have ever even been thought of. Next like, time Issa Rae is in that studio, ask her some shit about it. The fact that Issa Rae is a dark-skinned girl with her own show on HBO and then the other lead, the best friend in the show, is also a dark-skinned girl was already, like, mind-blowing <laughs> enough. That was, I, I was impressed from the beginning. I said, wait a minute. So HBO is not forcing us to put up with a light-skinned best friend <laughs> that has to be, like, the sidekick here? We get to see stories about dark-skinned girls? Really? Wow. Like, that was mind-blowing enough because light-skinned people are already the default. Y'all are already censored. And when it comes time to hiring niggas, they go to y'all first. And it's too many examples of colorism in the industry for Charlemagne and Envy to act like they don't know what the fuck Amara Negra was talking about. So I was just so thoroughly fucking annoyed. The I was whole just time. so confused. Like, it was just little stuff that they were saying that was like, are they, like, genuinely fucking with her? Are they high? Do they come to the studio straight from the club? You know they go to work at, like, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm right. like, you I'm know, trying they to get up figure early. out. Like, you're not only being <laughs> offensive, but you're and you're being dumb, uh, but it was, like, the level of dumb. Like, at one Lord. point... He he. Charlamagne asks her, uh, "Well, what made you want to do love and hip hop, or why do love and hip hop in the first place?" And she was like, "To be honest, you know, I'm trying to cross over, and it's hard to do that independently." And he's like, "Well, you you keep saying crossover. What do you mean by that?" I'm like, "Nigga, we've been here for 20 minutes. First right. of all, you should already know what the fuck she means by that because it's obvious. Secondly, she has used the word crossover several times in the 20 minutes I've been watching this. The context in which she has been using that word should already tell you what the fuck that means. You should like, already." know what it means because she's been popping in Latin American music like she's been around for a very long time but she clearly has not crossed over into the mainstream that's another thing that pissed blatant, me off. right when they brought up when they were talking about the colorism thing and difference in skin tone and she's explaining uh I'm dark skinned my hair looks like this it's different right you know Envy at one point says to Charlemagne, I gagged. You know how back in the day, like industries, they, like labels and stuff, they would only want to hire like light skinned R&B girls instead of dark skinned girls. And I'm in my bed like back in, back in the day. You mean back in yesterday? yesterday? Like, you mean back in this morning? That's today? still happening. Nigga. What? Are you, what? Like, I was, like, is this the twilight zone? Light skinned girls stay getting a look over dark skinned girls. And yet these two men were sitting here acting like she had dreamt this up. And it was that's what pissed me off is they were asking her all these questions as if somehow she could just be wrong about this. And really something else is her issue. I couldn't. It must be. It. This must be in your head because image is not even a thing like that. I could not. I don't even think about looks. I, I hear her and I well, just we're think she's got dope ass music. Industry standard. And we're talking what? about a society. We are talking about an anti-black society, an anti-black globe actually to be all the way real and so yes of course that anti-blackness is going to seep over into our entertainment and to bring up Cardi B or Issa Rae or anything else to try to be like oh well it's not true that you're having trouble popping because here go literally one other dark-skinned girl who has ever been successful even though y'all not in the same lane and here go a light-skinned girl who shares your ethnicity but she popping so what do you have to complain about it's just fucking dumb it's just dumb and I don't have any expectations for Charlemagne to ever do better I have sat 
to Charlemagne's face and cussed him out over being stupid. And sometimes it's like he decides to learn and sometimes he doesn't. But I don't have any expectations for him to to do better. It's like he wants to thrive off of saying something just ignorant as shit. I feel the same way, but I just felt like in this particular interview, I was genuinely confused. Like, a lot of the times when he fucks up or says something dumb, I feel like, okay, I can see why you would say this dumb shit. You dumb. Like, you know, like, like, this seems <laughs> like, like this it would be a, your dumb typical perspective. Typical Charlemagne, right. But Typical this Charlemagne. Like, y'all are trying to make this girl feel like she's wrong for talking about something that happens to her and so many others. And the reason you don't have other dark-skinned girls to ask is because nobody gives a fuck about them anyway, which is what she's trying to say. It just felt like she was walking up to them with a oh, silver platter that had the point on it and they just like smacked it up they picked all around it right (laughs) they were just doing cartwheels around the point that she was making over and over and over again with a smile showing her beautiful white teeth and smiling and just genuinely jovial because I would have gone off I would have gone off like (laughs) I did not come on the breakfast club to have to defend like my experiences with colorism I should not have to do that around other black people that should not be the case. I just don't and understand yet it what is. was so confusing about Y'all that. Y'all have but. this huge-ass show. You reach all these young, impressionable people across the country every single day. This was a great opportunity to have a real conversation about colorism and maybe getting a younger generation to think about it and talk about it and examine their biases and prejudices. But instead, y'all decided to uphold that bullshit and make this woman feel like it was something wrong with her for saying, hey, this is what I go through as a dark-skinned Afro-Latina. This is what happens to me. And for y'all to just be like, uh, well, I don't get it because Cardi B's popping. So must be something wrong with you and your approach. But then in the same vein, they were like, oh, it's nothing new to me because I, I be uptown all the time. I see people like you all the time. So where's the disconnect? Right. Like, because you don't seem to be getting it, but you get it. Seeing Afro Latinos is no big deal in New York City, especially you know, north of 168th Street where they basically, nobody else lives. So (laughs) Afro-Latinas are everywhere, it is true. But you being like, oh, well, you know, I'm in Washington Heights twice a week and I see them niggas all the time does not mean that this girl does not face a bunch of adversity in trying to get her music career to pop off that a lighter-skinned woman would not have to go through. It's just that simple. And I hate that niggas can always see how they're being discriminated against. But when it comes to women or gays or trans people or anybody who doesn't fit into their mold of what they already can understand, then it's like, oh, well, something else must be happening. It must be your fault. I don't, I don't know what that's like. I ain't never experienced that. So your black ass must be lying or, you know, you interpreting it wrong or you looking at it, you looking it's at it all, all the wrong head. way. Right. All of these excuses, instead of just being like, oh, you're right, because my black ass knows a lot about, you know, being denied opportunities for whatever. And Let Amada have gone on fucking You Ryan should have Seacrest. just known this. And then Angela Yee just somewhere in the back not saying nothing like she usually does when women are getting attacked on the breakfast club. So I just that whole part where they tried to pick her apart for her saying you know this is the shit that I go through that's really what made me mad like when they tried when she was like you know this is what happens and it it goes like this and people treat me this way because they want a Shakira and they don't want my black ass for y'all to be like oh well you're dreaming it all up that's just like don't treat people like that don't do that you should know that colorism is real and that in 2018 absolutely fucking nothing has changed about how that is perceived so kiss my ass Charlemagne, thank you so much for causing me to cuss you out once again. I really don't enjoy it, but it's like you insist. It really, it's like you just 
I mean, I don't love doing it, but it's like you you just insist on it happening. You just want to be cussed out so bad because it was no excuse for the way y'all treated that girl. So that's it. That's all I have to say about it. I'm done. All right. Well, I guess that wraps up our show this week. All right. Yes. Check us out on all social at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. I went by the Apollo yesterday and saw our name on the marquee. That freaked me right the fuck out. Everybody seems to be very excited about this. I had uh, definitely had a moment of being like, oh, shit. I don't know if I'm ready. But shout out to everybody who has purchased tickets. We will see you guys at the fifth anniversary show uh, here in a few weeks. Kid Fury, do you have any news for us this week? Um, no, but I'm very excited to go home and watch Grownish tonight. Um, That's my show. I finally caught up. I love it so so it much. It is so good. I love the twins. Oh, they're not twins, but I love them. Chloe and Hallie are great <laughs> in the show. I really appreciate the way Grownish approaches diversity. I, I loved the last episode, especially with the like. I loved the discussion on college sports because obviously I oh, don't yeah. care about that or pay attention to it. Uh, and I was but, watching I mean, like I bet you would get something out of this. I I definitely was like, preach to me. I mean, some of the stuff I kind of like knew or assumed just going yeah. to school and college and stuff with people that place work. But like that was really like grounded and mm-hmm. well explained in the perfect ish way, blackish, yeah. whatever. Um, so yeah, I just love what they're doing with that show. I really like it. I feel like old a little bit watching oh, it. Oh, I definitely do. Because I'm like, wow, I remember being this age and things and this time right <laughs> there were so many moments i, I oh felt my like God, my little sister is over. in this show and i want to call her and be like put the phone down. down don't text him again no she texted the nigga like zoe 60 times back to back like <laughs> when that nigga said please, please stop, stop. <laughs> i wanted to die speaking of i stop. said you're gonna have to move <laughs> are you watching family by the time no it is an excellent television program. Is this, I'm not going to assume what it's about. No, it is. It's about a very overweight family <sighs> or whatever you're So bad. Okay. No, it is. It's about a family and lots of them are quite large and they're about to be undergoing uh, gastric bypass surgery. All of uh, them? I think probably the significant majority, at least four or five of the people on the cast are about to, or are going to try to have gastric bypass. But when I say large, like the smallest one is like 377 pounds oh, or I'm something. Not so this up. there are, no, I, you should watch it because the the weight issues aside they are hilarious and so like funny and endearing and you can see how they really love each other as a family what race are they they're black of course they live in atlanta and <laughs> they are everything <laughs> so drew and oh what is her name stella their cousins this is the part that took me all the way down they went to this pizza place and ordered 10 pizzas to take home for like the family dinner you know, everybody br- cooks and brings something and, and niggas eat. They ordered 10 pizzas, but only five pizzas made it through the door. And I tell you, them niggas sat up there in the truck on camera and ate five pizzas between the two of them. Nigga, I was Excuse blown me? away. I love Family by the Ton. It is so good. And Fresh put me on to Love After Lockup. Are you watching that shit? 
I don't even know, like... Oh, no. You got to go on Fresh's Instagram and watch all the videos. I do be seeing those videos. I don't Love always know what some of the shows so are. Because it's these people who are dating somebody that they met in prison. They didn't know these niggas before they went in. They were, like, Googling people in jail, one of them inmate dating services type thing. And now they boo is about to get out. So they about to come live with them and they going to be in a relationship. Yeah, I want a camera crew and witnesses around you. It is so good. There's a black Mormon woman with three kids. She lives in Utah and she went and told all her little white friends. Black people can be Mormon? Right? I guess if you decide to convert, you can be anything. She would, She didn't grow up that way. But sure. when she told her little Mormon white friends that her man wasn't in Canada, that's what the original lie, but that he was in jail serving 18 years for armed robbery or whatever. When I tell you that white girl clowned the shit out of her to the point where sis had to get up and walk out of the house. She had a ring on this ring finger and the girl was like, oh, is that the ring he got you from a little penny candy machine in prison? I was like, ooh. <laughs> Imagine letting a white girl read you down like that. I would have fought her. <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, love after lockup. You have to watch it. I am all in. So so good. But okay, yeah. I all don't right. have any other news this week. Do we have an acronym? We're done. We're done. I don't have an acronym this week, but I wish you all the absolute best. Have a great weekend. Be safe, and we'll see you next Bye, time. Bye, guys. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow.